What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John of the Sports Reality Podcast. Just want to say thank you for tuning into this episode. Just want to remind you to subscribe to our podcast. We are available on on every major podcasting platform, including Anchor, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can also watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Just search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Subscribe, leave a review and pass the word to a friend. Thank you for tuning into this episode and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 164th edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, a.k.a. the fourth greatest Grenadian of all time. Perfect. A.k.a. the Little Wayne of podcasts, because I will get on any podcast and hit it with the J train. Perfect. Let's welcome my co-host, Cousin Big Thad. Big Thad, what's going on with you? Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's going on with the... uh, Gatekeeper of the DMV. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. You know, another day, another uh, another day, another dollar, son. Another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no government checks, baby. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, you ready for a government holiday on Monday? Oh, am I ready, bro? When you get an email saying you're off three hours early, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're getting off early I'm on Friday, Friday and yes. and then you're off on Monday and off on Monday, son. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't be mad. You know, I can't be mad at all, bro. So, uh, yeah. what's what's happening this weekend then? But I wanted to um, do stuff with my friend. I'm trying to do her rest stuff, but you know, um, there's a there's a a wedding shower here at the house, so I'm gonna be ghost, bruh. Hey, like I am not. I, don't, I had no parts of that stuff, bruh. Not happening, son. That's too much. Too much. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna say it. This is too much you know, for me. You know what I'm saying? The, Wedding, wedding shower, shower, yeah, bridal shower. That's a, I keep saying wedding shower for some reason. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's bridal shower. It's yeah, for a yeah. wedding. Someone's getting. I married. mean, you got. I mean, you got to be there as a groom. You know what I'm saying? But well, kind of be there as a for groom. a bridal shower. I think so. Right? Don't you guys show up for like a little bit? No, I don't. A bridal shower, like that's yeah, for the, that's for the bride. Dog, I've seen some. Maybe that's maybe that's not us. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's not us. You I know, know that. Okay, so I know there's baby showers. Where I know you try to get the the right, father right. to at least show up for at least right. some point. Like I swear, I swear and that's still relatively me. new. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, the whole yeah between baby shower and baby reveals, I, I mean, it's too much for me, bro. Like, yo, just tell me when to show up. I'll be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just give me wedding day. I'll be there. Birth of the baby. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. But all that other extra stuff, and I don't want to have nothing to do with it, man. <laughs> like, give me the letter from the doctor saying the sex and whatnot, and I'm good. Nah. 
I don't need fireworks and tractor pulls or uh, throwing of baseballs and what about about cakes? You know, like cakes with the uh, color, the color inside coinciding. I'm not really. I'm not really a cake eater though. <laughs> it ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just not for me. I think what it is is not for me. It, I think a lot of this stuff is for everybody else. You know what I mean? Especially like these baby reveals. I think it's for the people that show up to find out. I don't think it's really that much for the mother, the mother and the father, or the the bride or the groom for a lot of this stuff. I think it's for everybody else. Like they just, I don't know. It's almost kind of like they want to put on the show, but yeah, I I, I don't, you know me, I'm a quiet dude when I want to (laughs) be, you know what I'm saying? Like I I can care about people being in my business, you know what I'm saying? Like if I tell you what I want you to know, then it's all good. But all this extra stuff, man, like people burning down neighborhoods and stuff like that because of these baby reveals and stuff like that, man. That's <laughs> crazy to me. But I mean, yeah, shout out. Go ahead. Shout out to my man DJ Lazy Eye of the Lazy Hour on on uh, Twitch. He gave us a shout out this Sunday. The oh, Lazy dope. Hour one on Twitch. Uh, we used to. Uh, have uh, our shows were pretty much uh, my his show followed mine when I was with WLVS Radio oh, in bet. Washington D.C. He's now out on uh, <clears throat> out in Arizona right now, uh, and he, he restarted his show. His show is a music platform okay. showcasing uh, new artists and just having sports conversations. So what's up, Lazy? Uh, good to see you on here. And we thank how's you. Arizona? You know what I'm saying? I, I, how's Arizona? I know people that go visit out there for like certain stuff, but as a resident of Arizona, how is that, bro? Like, let know, me DJ. know. Let us know. Let us know. I know when I asked him uh, on Sunday, I was like, "How's the heat out there?" And he's like, "Nah, it's 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 terrible out here." And mind you, he's from California, so uh, he was just oh. like, and he's like, "Nah, it's uh, and like he says here in the comments, hot and crazy." That's wild. So, yeah, man. Now people, people this week have been kind of like crazy over here because you know you know how we got our humidity. So uh, anything above eighty something with our humidity is ridiculous. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But when I went to Cali and it was like it was like 90 something in Cali. I loved it for mm-hmm. some reason. It was like 98, almost 100 in Cali. And I loved it because we don't they didn't have that humidity like here. From you know, where I was at in Cali. You know what I'm saying? So I was in like Oakland, San Fran, and then Tahoe. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was like a ninety something in the day. I was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, this is different. And then at night it cooled down. I could put on hoodie. Oh shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I keep hearing about Arizona being hot, hot. You know what I'm saying? Being in the valley and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah. from 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 my my other friend that lives out there, he he told me he he lived here for a while too. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, on its hottest hottest days, it, it feels like an oven. He was like, but when it's just like the normal, regular, you know, ninety degree day out in Arizona, he said that uh, he actually preferred it out there than here. 
because oh, okay, we have okay. the humidity here yeah. in the DMV. Um, I have serious sinus problems, allergies. I I, sh- I would probably do well out there. Ain't too many trees, so I I probably do pretty well. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Cali's definitely expensive, bro. Just me <laughs> visiting out there, I was just like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like. But then again, I realized that everybody makes a lot more money in Cali than out here. Yeah, so it, it, it just everything kind of evens out unless you have a job where they pay you the rate of one place and you're living in another. Like right, for example, right, right, if you're right. getting paid like you live in the DMV because you work for a company in the DMV, but you're living in Florida or Texas. Or somewhere just down in the south, you're living large out there. Yeah, but you ain't paying no taxes. Exactly. But if you are in an area where you have where the minimum wage is still seven fifty, <laughs> like, right? Like right, that's right. a problem. That is right. for sure a problem with uh, with uh, with what's going on with the economy. Uh, we have a lot to get into for this week's show. We are going to discuss the NBA postseason, wrap up the conference finals that are going on. We're going to get to Scottie Pippen's comments about Phil Jackson. Also, also we're going to get into uh, um, Chauncey Billups' scandal, the uh, Trevor Bauer sexual assault allegations. Uh, we're also going to get into the NCAA's new image, uh, name, image, and likeness rules. Let's go. Uh, and we're also going to get into Bill Cosby. He was released from prison. We will get into why. Yo, we got the Cosby theme music, huh? No, nah, I didn't have time to do that. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been did, awesome. Did, didn't have time to do that. I <laughs> uh, just want to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available. And that includes Anchor, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, if you're watching us right now, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. I knew. I knew. We are going to get see. Yo, I'm so sorry. I saw that and I was like, yo. Oh, I, knew, I know Lazy was gonna, was gonna bring that up. And I actually asked him a question the other day on his live show about the the Lakers and Clippers. He is a huge Lakers fan. I believe, I mean, he's all LA, but I believe he's a Raiders fan. Let me know, uh, Lazy, if you're a Raiders fan. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, all, all, all LA. And, and we, we, uh, we, we, we discussed that real quick. Um, but he's also one of the reasonable Lakers fans. So that's why I don't mind, you know, discussing sports with him because sometimes with Lakers fans, just like Cowboys fans and Yankees fans, we, we end up just being pretty, pretty, pretty delusional, delusional with everything. So, you know, he's, he is not one of them. Uh, Let's just get right into it. Um, The NBA conference finals. Are you happy with how everything is going? Big fan. Of course, bruh. <laughs> Clippers are gone again. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely cool with that. 
Um, I'm definitely happy that uh, Chris Paul is going to be uh, potentially get a ring finally. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's, it's I I was happy for him. And, bef- and before we get into that, let's uh, recap what happened with um with the with with that series. It went to six games, and Chris Paul last night, forty one points. That's saying like when when's the last time he scored that many points? Yeah. <laughs> 41 points in a closeout game against his former team, the Los Angeles Clippers. But the big news outside of that, let's let's talk about it. And, and I got we got to give a shout out to our boy Derek. D was good. <laughs> and also uh DJ was like, let's talk about Wyclef, Wyclef John. Like we gotta talk about Wyclef John last night. Uh-oh. What was Patrick Beverly? What was going on with Patrick Beverly, man? Yo, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm really trying to figure that out because it looked like from what I saw that Chris Paul just really kind of like looked at him, but his lips weren't moving. He just kind of like stared him down after that big shot. And then Beverly just came back around. Like, I wonder if like Chris Paul can speak without like saying something, you know, like <laughs> moving his lips. You know what I'm saying? Like a ventriloquist. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know if you could show it without us getting kicked off of YouTube or whatever. But like before that, like he literally just kind of like walked past him, just kind of looked at him a little bit, and then Beverly just turned around like mad, like big time, big mad. You know what I'm saying? And then. Yeah, that was a uh as I've seen on uh Twitter, that was a bitch move. <laughs> oh man. Uh, at some point it's up I'm not gonna say it overshadowed uh Chris Paul's performance. It was just like it just added to the drama. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. With a game like that, with him having a game like that, and then that being a result for Patrick Beverly, yeah, that was great. And, and uh and let's be fair, Patrick Beverly earlier in the game was giving it to Chris Paul. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was giving it to Chris Paul. <laughs> he, he did he did kind of stare him down a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was just it was just that uh Chris Paul would just go bananas and uh Patrick Beverly just react how he did. Yeah, man. Hey, did you hear what Patrick Beverly had to say about that uh play? No, I didn't actually. <laughs> he actually admitted, like, man, I just lost my clue. <laughs> oh, so basically, so basically, Chris Paul didn't say nothing to him. He just kind of stared him I down like say, he did. So, so I don't want to say Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul did say something to him, but it was real slight. It had to be real slight. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally think it had to. I personally think it had to do with um, maybe something that was said earlier or maybe like right before mm-hmm. that play. And then, you know, Chris Paul hits that huge three. 
Yeah. And then it's just the stare down. It's like the stare then was just like, oh, nah. I, I, oh, nah. <laughs> he just, I'm run up and just push you like you're a football player. <laughs> right in his back. Just like. Right. And the thing about it, I didn't even see it. Like, I mean, the game was on. I remember Chris Paul hitting the shot. I remember the Clippers. Calling timeout. And -hmm. then I just looked down at my phone. And then I kind of looked up and I'm like, whoa, 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 what happened? And when they showed it, then they went to commercial break. So now Mm -hmm. I'm waiting to be like, well, what happened? And they come back from commercial break and they show it, you know, more in depth what happened. Uh And I'm just like, this is wild. Yeah, man. And then yeah. you you had um you had cousins talking to Chris Paul and you yeah. could kind of read his lips. He said, This is why no one really Fs with you. You know, and Chris Paul has that reputation of yeah. just rubbing some guys the wrong way. Um I mean, it is what it is, Joe. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm just glad well Boogie has a championship, right? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. There you go. That's why they met. <laughs> Remember, Boogie took that vet minimum of five million to play with uh yeah. play with the with the Warriors and they lost that was the year uh they Kevin Durant got hurt with the well, yeah, they both got hurt, but Kevin Durant with the yeah. with the yeah. Achilles. Yeah. Now game game six, uh Clippers won one thirty, one oh three over the Clippers. We do want to get to the Clippers aspect of all of this. Um Paul George. He was the best player on the floor for the Clippers since Kawhi Leonard did not play a single game in the series after sustaining that uh sprained knee. I think the sprained knee was a lot worse than yeah, yeah, by far. What they meant, what they you know said it was. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, that's why he didn't really. I mean, he couldn't play at all. The first time he was on the bench was actually last night in the elimination game. Uh, when we we're talking about him, we we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, but Paul George. Let's get to a stat line for this game 20, 21 points, nine rebounds two assists on Uh six for 15 uh, from the field, but one for six from three point land. Um, I still think this is what, this is how I feel about Paul George. We cannot call Paul George pandemic P anymore. Yes, we can. I don't think we can call him pandemic P anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't calling them playoff P. But I'm for sure not calling them playoff P. Yeah, See, there's, nah. there's levels to this. I, I'm going to call him Paul George. I'm not, I'm not calling him Paul George. <laughs> Why are you not, not calling him Paul, Paul George? George? No, because that gives him a little bit too much credit. <laughs> I mean, the dude is the leading. He, he, he didn't play that good. He was the leading. He was He's the leading. to be. He's by average, by average, not just by total points, by average. He's supposed to be. He's the quote unquote all-star. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be. Not Terrence Mann. 
<laughs> or Reggie, what is it, Reggie Rick Williams? Jackson. Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Williams. You know what I'm saying? Come well, on. Reggie, Reggie Jackson, by the way, is going to he's gonna get money if he if Of he, course he if, is. If he doesn't stay with the Clippers. He Man. made himself another big contract. Because <laughs> remember, he got that big one in Detroit off right, of right. Him, off of that one playoff run in OKC. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, here he is. Time for another one. He's gonna get another one. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I, I don't think he's pandemic P, but he's definitely not playoff P yet. And I wish I had the clip, but before I get to that clip, it was after game five where ball. Paul George had a very good game in game five. Very good game in game five was really the reason why they ultimately won that game. And I'm going to bring up the stat line for that game. 41 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, three steals on 15 for 20 from the field. Right. Right. 50% from three point land and a hundred percent from the free throw line. And after the game, you had a comment from Paul, jo- I'm sorry, not Paul George, Boogie Cousins, where he's like, I don't understand why people seem to get on Paul George and say, you know, criticize him. You know, he's one of the best players in the game, yada, yada, yada. Uh, well, Charles Barkley spoke, I believe it was, it had to be after that game. Because uh, that was the last time they were on before, uh, or that th- uh, Tuesday night. So Tuesday night, they're talking about the game that was on one on Monday night, and he's like, "Look, I mean, if you're going to be a superstar, your game is going to be criticized when you do not play up to the standard that you are or claim to be." Oh, big facts. He said, "Think about Michael Jordan." He said, up until 1991, it was Michael Jordan can do anything except win. Right. He said, and Shaq is on the panel. He's like, Shaq had had to go through that and had to learn to improve. Kobe had to do it. He said, LeBron had to do it. He's like, it is what it is. And he was just like, you know, I don't understand why people complain when people criticize you rightfully. And most of the time, let's be real, the criticism is rightfully. Oh yeah, I mean it's always warranted. Like it's rare where it's just someone. Most people, especially most media members, most uh, even just true basketball fans, that we're not just making up stuff or making up criticism about right. certain players. And 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 Paul George played horrendous last postseason. Horrendous, really? and he he stated his reasons. And in my opinion, he still played horrendous under the circumstances that he suffered. He ben, played Simmons, like, ben Simmons played better than him. Okay, now you did. Now you did. <laughs> ben Simmons now, 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 now you're being disrespectful. It's an evil world we live in. Oh, you know what? Calling them COVID P. That's what I'm calling them. So no more COVID. pandemic P, but COVID P. COVID P. Yeah, I'm not calling them Paul George. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you're so not happening. Disrespectful. Not happening. <laughs> so disrespectful, man. <laughs> but anyways, but it, and the reason why I say I can call him Paul George, but I will not call him playoff P yet, is mm-hmm. because in game two, he missed 
two crucial free throws. Yep. They're up by one. Could have went up by three, but instead right. the score, the lead stayed only at one. And ultimately, DeAndre Aiden gets that alley-oop for the Suns to win to make the series 2-0 instead of the Clippers stealing home court. Right, right, right. Clippers did win game three with Paul George playing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The game four, he hit, he missed a crucial free throw, which forced him to then miss the second free throw to try and get the rebound. That didn't work. If he makes the first free throw, he'll attempt at least the second one for a make. And you're right back. Like the game is there. Right. Last night, I can't really blame him for last night. I mean, Chris Paul went off. Chris Paul went <laughs> off. <laughs> who, who expected Chris Paul to score 40 points last night? Like, real talk. I, not last night. No. And especially how he struggled. Look, after game five, people were saying maybe Chris Paul is the reason why they're not going to make it out of the Western Conference Finals. Especially when he gets manhandled by everybody. Like, <laughs> like even COVID P kind of like nudged him a little bit and he went flying across the court. <laughs> I was like, yo, they didn't even try to call a foul. There was no flinch of a whistle. You know what I'm saying? Like I looked at the ref. A ref didn't even budge. He was just like, yeah. Okay, Chris Paul. Now I think that was the same game when he uh went up shot and really kind of like clipped him a little bit. And he uh, like felt really weird and Beverly was all doing that little yeah, mocking them. That that was that game too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I understand. I understand that with all that going on, they'll probably think that he'll be the reason. But he went off though. I, I'm I was impressed. I don't think I've ever scored forty points. I'm sure he has, but I don't think I've ever seen that. So the Suns are going to the finals for the first time in 19, since 1993. They're still going to try. They're trying to get their first NBA finals title. Let's talk about the Clippers real quick and what's in store for them. And like Lazy Eye mentioned, uh, over 50 plus years in existence and absolutely nothing to show for it. You yeah. do have Kawhi Leonard, who was out of the lineup. Kawhi Leonard is the best player on the team. But I'll say this. The Clippers have gotten better. They've gotten better. And, and think about this. Clippers do have to thank Chris Paul for, for, for them for, getting better. Yes. <laughs> say what you want. Yes, Blake Griffin was there, but Blake Griffin hadn't played yet, I believe. He hadn't played a year yet. Mm. And then Chris Paul gets traded there. You have DeAndre Jordan. And then just the years of success there. The Clippers for. Oh, no, no, no. Griffin played. Remember, he got the pass from Chris Paul. No, I'm saying Gr- Griffin hadn't played until Chris Paul got there. Oh, gotcha. remember that rookie year, his first year, he, he didn't play. And then, so his rookie season ended up being the first year uh, Chris Paul was there. So, I got you, I got you. so um, you have, uh, you know, the, the, the team, let, let's be fair. When teams think about back in the day, when you thought about LA for a free agent, it was the Lakers. You didn't even know the Clippers was a team back then. <laughs> now it's a legitimate thing where a free agent, when you hear a free agent wants to go to Los Angeles, 
you have to consider the Clippers also. They've gotten better. That's because Kawhi is there. For sure. I don't think that has to do with P. Well, COVID P. That's all Kawhi right there. And also Chris Paul for making it even a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I, I do think even though the Clippers lost game, I mean, lost in the, in the Western Conference Finals, it's the furthest they've ever been in the in the NBA. It's also, uh, the, it's I guess you could say is their best season ever. Um, I yes, you, it, I think you're giving them too much credit. What do you, it's their best year ever. Jamal Murray got hurt. LeBron AD got hurt. We can, Steph, we, Steph, Steph got hurt. We could we can get into that and actually it's part of of the rundown. Yeah, I don't think any I don't think Clippers would have even been here. To be honest with you. Yeah, they they've gotten better, but I don't think they would have gotten there. All these all these injuries never happened to these teams. Well, I mean, they did end up facing teams that didn't really have injuries. No, I'm talking about if all these injuries never happened to a lot of these teams. During the Clippers regular probably, Yeah, I don't even think Clippers have even been in the playoffs. Mm. That's me. Nah, I, I think me. I think they would have been. That's me. They would have been, you know, uh, a, a contender. In Whatever, the you're giving them too much credit. They're supposed to be a contender. They were a contender last year. Look what happened. I mean, when they lost in the second round after the 3-1 lead, they got to the Western Conference Final, which they have never Come gotten on, to. Man. That's a thing. Come on. They've never gotten there, so you got to give them credit for that. Too much credit. Um, I think Kawhi is going to opt out. You think so? Yeah, he's going to opt out just to get more money. I don't think he's going anywhere. (laughs) He's opting out just to get, you know. Right, right, right. You think? I wonder how much Patrick Beverly has left, yo. (sighs) He might be gone. Yeah, man. Uh, But yeah, I I think, I think, uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard is just going to opt out to get more money, and he he'll be there. And it, it's gonna he's going to be there for the long haul. Clippers fans shouldn't have to worry about that. Let's go to the Eastern Conference real quick. Game uh five of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks is about to start. Any actually starting at around eight thirty. Mm-hmm. By the time many of you all listen to this. On the audio format, uh, you all will know who, who who has won that game. But let's recap what's happened so far. Game four, I'm sorry, game three, you had Trey Young twist his ankle on the referee. Yeah. You know, he backpedaled. It wasn't even after a shot. That was the funny thing. It was, wasn't even a backpedal. What was that? I'm still trying to figure it out. Why did his leg stretch out that far? Yeah, and see, I'm glad you say that because like you know, why? I'm he, looked, to- he looked at the referee like, "Yo, why are you there?" And it's like, "No, nah, your foot kind of <laughs> your, your foot went that far out of bounds." <laughs> you understand? <laughs> you did that. He wasn't even on the court. He was off the sidelines. Like, bruh. And what like, I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, uh, um. And when I heard of the situation, because I wasn't watching it live, right. I'm kind of like, okay, maybe he was taking a shot and he landed on the referee's foot. When I finally saw it, I said, well, he was passing the ball. And he just kind of like, he passed the ball and then tried to backpedal. And then, I don't know. He just 
He backpedaled the wrong direction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're supposed to go back when you backpedal, but he literally went the wrong direction, sir. Like, so it ended up being a bone bruise. Mm-hmm. Then in game four, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to block an alley-oop attempt, collides with Clint Capella, comes down, hyperextends his knee. No structural damage, but is out for game five. Still a hyperextended knee, yo. Just like Trey Young is out for game five. Um, Like I said, we're going to know who the winner is by the time you listen to this in the morning. I just think whoever the the game is going to hinge, not even on Atlanta, to be honest. The game is going to hinge on Chris Middleton. Yeah. If he plays like all-star Chris Middleton, the Bucks will win this game. But if he plays with him playing like that, with him playing like that, yeah, definitely. And I'm not even saying superstar, because he's not a superstar. I'm just saying as an all if he plays at his all-star level, right, they will win because they don't have Trey Young. Right. The Bucks still have Drew Holiday. They still have Bobby Portis. They still have Brooke Lopez. I forgot Bobby Portis was on that team. And um, Clint Capella, I'm last I checked. It's not even clear if he's playing tonight. Um, I don't know if things broke since. I think, after it's, I, I think okay. it's, it's close. Like he's close to playing, but it's still questionable. He's closer to playing than uh, Trey Young. Trey for Young. sure. Yeah. So uh, it, it let's you mentioned the injuries though. And when we just mentioned the Clippers, this is, I believe, the tenth All Star to get yeah. injured during the postseason. LeBron James tweeted that, "Oh, this is all caused caused due to uh, the NBA, you know the short off season, and you know the NBA should have listened to me, and we should have started at a later time." Um, this is my, I guess, rebuttal to a statement like that. And before I get to my rebuttal, do you do you believe do you uh do you believe that's the reason most of these injuries are occurring? I think partially. Partially. I do believe it because you do need to rest. And granted, you're talking about LeBron, the guy who spends millions upon millions of dollars on his body. You know what I'm saying, dude? be in top peak. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of would listen to him a little bit. I mean, considering that he compared to all the other players in the NBA, he's literally been injured twice. Mm -hmm. Twice. You know what I'm saying? And one of them was by freak occurrence because of another player. So, I mean, I would kind of listen to him a little bit. Um, but I do believe that that shortened season does put a little toll. Recovery's a little bit, a lot slower. And considering all these guys are getting injured, especially hamstring stuff, yeah, that's that's wrestling recovery that wasn't given. You know what I'm saying? But I I do understand that it's going to be a little bit more than that. I think this. I think LeBron is correct in the sense for. All the injuries over the entire season 
When right, you look right, at the right. increase in injuries and the increase in the types of injuries, a lot of uh, muscle, a lot of uh, like um, repetitive injuries, repetitive action injuries. Right. Yes, I believe the shortened off season is the the cause for that, or or big culprit in it. Right. When you start to break down the injuries to the all stars in the all-stars and superstars in the postseason, that's a different story. And, and and even some of them from the regular season, we can sit here and say, eh, different story. So for example, LeBron James, mm-hmm. you mentioned the freak accident that happened. There's no, there's no sort of rest that would have prepared you for Solomon Hill nah, nah. diving for the ball and, and hitting, rolling, rolling your ankle. Like him, him? No, not at all. That was all freak accident. It just what it is. The same thing can be said about Donovan Mitchell in his ankle injury. People roll their ankles all the time. Yeah. Kyrie Irving rolled his ankle because Giannis's foot is there. Right. It doesn't matter if you haven't played basketball for months or if you've been playing every day for a year, if you land on someone's foot the way that Kyrie Irving landed on Giannis's foot, you're definitely going to roll it. It's going to roll your ankle. Now, it all depends on if you're going to be hurt from it or not on that point. Joel Embiid, the way he landed on the ground when playing against the Wizards was caused that meniscus tear. That one you could kind of say due to Joel Embiid's history. Was that, the, was that from the fall? Yes. That's what they believe. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, me, I understood he fell on that same, you know, at that same time as a knee injury, but mm. I don't know. I ain't never heard of you falling on your butt. And tearing your knee. <laughs> like you fall on your butt. Not that you fell on your knee. You fell on your butt. So your knees are in the air and you somehow tear meniscus while your legs are in the air. So, uh, okay, go, go ahead. Uh, um, you know me. I'm going to. James Harden. Now, he did have a hamstring and it was bothering him during the regular season. We can make the case, though, he came into the NBA season out of shape. Did he? Really out of was that just a bad suit? Nah, he came out. He came in out of shape. <laughs> because that was real quick. That was a real quick turnaround of him being overweight to being his regular size. I think he was padding his warm up for sure in, uh, in Houston. Okay. So when he gets to Brooklyn, it looks like he loses weight. <laughs> but at the same time, he wasn't in shape. Like he right, didn't go to right. any of the training camp. Oh, of course not. He didn't do any like extensive off-season workout, and it caused him to be out of shape. He was in he was in Atlanta with little baby. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and 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 that I think caused a lot of the issues. Katie, he played in the postseason, but Katie was coming off an Achilles injury. We knew he was going to miss some games. Now, the one injury that I could really, for sure, say to a superstar, I was like, you know what? That is because of lack of recovery. Jamal Murray. Gotcha. That one I could say, yes, that was due to a shortened offseason. Mm. I for sure can say that. The Conley injury, I could say that also. Mm-hmm. 
But the rest of these superstars in the postseason, Giannis, we just mentioned going up for a going up for whatever, it's a block. whatever, either a block <laughs> or he thought the alley you was going to miss. I don't know. Like, I don't need I don't even know because looking at it, I don't even know if, if he was trying to block it. I think he was. I don't know what it was, but the way the where as far as he came from to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But go ahead. Yeah, it, I, that's that's just a freak accident. Trey Young, freak ac- freak accident. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard's running down the court and bumps knees with Boban. Yeah, it was going to happen the way these things happen. I mean, it wasn't because man, I didn't get that off season break. That's why when I bump knees, I I I, I end up spraining my knee. Like, come on, yeah. So, so yes, in the grand scheme of all the injuries during the regular season mm-hmm. and postseason, when you start looking at the numbers, yes, I do believe it had to do with a short off season. At the same time, these specific ones, right? The, the stars, the, yeah, the situational ones. That <laughs> yes, are, yeah. Yes. So, I think both yeah. things can be true at the same. Time. Let's get to Chauncey Billups real quick. Chauncey Billups was hired by the Portland Trailblazers, but right mm-hmm. before the hiring, a uh, story came out that in 1999, I believe, he was uh, accused of sexual assault. The accusation, um, or, or it ended up going to, uh, it was uh, civilly, uh, it was, um, excuse me, settled. It was settled civilly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but no one seemed to know about that. Like none of us knew that. It was it was in ninety. Was it like ninety seven, ninety nine, somewhere in there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have the technology we have now. Of course, it wouldn't come out. You're right. But this is the thing. He won in two thousand four. Yes, the internet was what it was in two thousand four. Two thousand. What year was that? Was that two thousand four? Yes. He's been hired for numerous jobs during the Me Too era. That's the thing that kind of I'm like, he got hired at ESPN, got hired as advisors for teams. He got hired as the as the assistant coach for teams. And, you know, with him be and look, you know, with him, especially being a black coach, they're going to do their due diligence in regards to any questionable stuff. So. Something, something everybody has felt that it's been okay, you know, regardless of the accusations or allegations and him settling. You know what I'm saying? I think we always say someone settling in court means they're guilty. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of times they just settle to just stop everything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So nobody has to fight, fight it. Mm-hmm. You know, on both sides. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when people settle is to stop the fight on both sides because don't know who's going to win or not. Mm-hmm. So they just settle, just get the thing done. Now that he was getting hired by the Portland Trailblazers, the story comes out. Uh, the Trailblazers fan base is upset that he was considered for the job. You have very prominent members in sports media that feel like Chauncey Billups shouldn't have the job in Portland now. There's a report from Chris Haynes that uh, Dame Lillard is now allegedly like not cool with the hiring because of Chauncey Billups' alleged sexual assault. I thought it was they said that... Uh he's they said that he said that he never once said that he was 
he was one of his choices as a and coach. That was another thing that was and mentioned. Then was, and he was talking about Jason Kidd, but then they also had Bellis from there also, along with that. So I'm like, who is saying this stuff? Is it is it Lillard or is it somebody else saying? And that's this? why it's all. It's, yeah. Think about think about this. All these insiders are saying sources. They're right. not saying I spoke to Damian Lillard. Right. Said, they're saying my sources are saying that Damian Lillard. Um, like, I, I know Jason Kidd would be cool because he's from Oakland. You know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. he's Jason Kidd. You know, but Jason yeah. Kidd pulled out. So yeah, and Jason Kidd has a well documented. Domestic violence history, like well documented. And to be honest, I can understand the Dallas fan base if they felt like, hey, what's going on with this? I would understand that. And the funny thing is, this this is about to be Jason Kidd's third job. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Dallas loves him. True. Dallas loves him. Now, Portland fans, fans are taking uh, some fans are not renewing their season tickets. Some fans are upset. Like I mentioned, some prominent media members are voicing their frustration with the whole situation. I personally believe, look, most people who are voicing their frustration are doing it performatively because they pick and choose who they want to be, you know, outraged about. Right. And especially when you think about, I mentioned this earlier, Chauncey Billups got many jobs or quite a few jobs during the Me Too era. So it's almost like, like you mentioned, those positions had to vet what was going on also or what happened. Yeah. You know, and ultimately, Settlements are dirty because we just don't know what happened. Right, right. So it could be because they're most of them are under, undisclosed. You know what I'm saying? Every time you hear about settlement, lots of times you never hear about the money amount for one. Then you never say, "Well, does this say that this person's guilty? Does it do this, or is it just a straight settlement? Like we just want to." squash everything and be done with it. And that's what happens with a lot of these settlements. They just want to squash the shit. So yeah, who cares at this point? You know what I'm saying? Like if he, if he gets through ESPN and other NBA teams, mm-hmm. there's nothing. What else are you going to fight? You know what I'm saying? It's not like these billion dollar companies are not vetting their employees. You know, they're going to, because they're too much in the, they're in the limelight. They're too much in the spotlight. So they're gunning, they're going to go through everything in somebody's background mm. to make sure there's no questionable things. And if there is, if there ends up being something that they miss, most of the time they just fire them right then. As soon as they find out, done. Sorry. I mean, if college kids, if college teams are doing it, you know ESPN and them are doing it. Mm. So it is what it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying sexual assault or anything like that, but let's, let's, you know, take it for what it is. Yeah. I, I'm just kind of like, man, (laughs) do you think Dame's going to leave though? I think Dame is leaving regardless of who was, who was the coach, who was the coach. I think Dame is just done now. I mean, and this is just another layer that's going to make it very, uh, very, very interesting. But I, I, I think he's out of there. What's up? Isn't there another storyline about, uh, Becky Hammond? 
So there was a like they just they said she was a finalist, but then now everybody's like, oh, they just threw her in there just to throw her in there because uh, she was a finalist. But somebody in San Antonio kind of like messed it up for her somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they said something bad or whatever. And that's why she was out of the running. And I'm like, unless somebody in San Antonio was like, yo, we want her to be Pop's replacement. So we're going to just say whatever so we can keep her here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't and, know. And it does look bad where, you know, Becky Hammond is a candidate or a perceived candidate for these NBA teams. And she ends up not being hired yet. There's still, I think, three openings still. Yeah. There's the Wizards, there's the Pelicans, and Orlando, unless Orlando, I know Orlando was, there's rumors that Orlando may be looking at Penny Hardaway, but I don't think anything official. No, 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 That was the, the story that came out about him being seriously considered for it. But Penny said, nah, Penny ended okay. up hiring. Uh, he said, nah, I'm staying at Memphis. And he hired Larry Brown as an assistant. Ah, okay. Yes, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Larry Brown, old, old ass Larry Brown. As an assistant, I hey, and the thing with San Antonio gets very uh interesting because you know who the owner of uh the the uh Portland Trailblazers is. No, who's that? It is the uh sister of the late Paul Allen. Oh, okay, 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 I got you. And the sister had a scandal back in um back in a few years ago, mm-hmm. like a sexual harassment scandal. Wow. And a um I think a scandal where she stole some bones of some some artifacts or something like that. What? And that ended up being settled. Like her former bodyguard ended up, you know, uh snitching on her, saying she she stole like some artifacts from somewhere. Illegally brought penguin bones and skulls from Antarctica from her friend. Oh, that was her? Yes. Like who does that? Like, I mean, I no, I don't understand why they do that. But who does that? Yo, yeah, I'm gonna steal penguin bones and uh smuggle it back. You know what I'm saying? Like, who does that? And, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, it's you have the owner, the, the current owner of the team, who's had these scandals. Scandals. One of you, them. You were stalker. You were stalker and se- basically sexually harassing whoever. I don't know if it was gentleman or woman. So. Yeah, that's that's scandal right there. And then you bring in Chauncey. It's, it's, hey, it is what it is. It says Jody and Paul Allen, when he was alive, have settled mm-hmm. with two former security heads who accused their former bosses of smuggling, bribery, sex or sexual harassment. I'm trying to get to the point where it, um, oh, oh. it says uh, have it says former members of the security detail, chiefly chiefly veterans of elite military units or longtime security specialists have said in sworn depositions that CEO Jody Allen sexually mm-hmm. harassed bodyguards while also directing them to smuggle 
animal bones out of Africa and Antarctica. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but, 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 but. No. We're sitting here focused about the fans and Chauncey Billups. Yeah. And, you know, Whoa. you know, this is something that that was reported in 2012. So it's not like they didn't know. Right, right, right. right. Like, I bet you if I had put in Chauncey Billups sexual assault in Google last week, I probably couldn't find it. Right, right, right. So that's the part that kind of like where I be like, you know, people just don't really care. They just want to be outraged about something. That's that's all it is. Of that's course, of course. Uh, let's get to Scotty Pippen real quick. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen is selling a new bourbon. Scotty Pippen has a new book that is coming out. Mm. And he was on the Dan Patrick show this week. And of course, you know, promoting the book and the bourbon. They also these 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 shows tend to ask questions about, you know, these athletes playing career. Scotty Pippen said that Phil Jackson, he said this first. He said the incident with him sitting out that uh, last play in the Eastern Conference semifinals against the New York Knicks. He said and lazy man, thank you so much for checking out, man. We'll for sure link up. Thank you, for bro. sure, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Scotty Pippen said that situation where he decided to sit out the last play when, when Phil Jackson did not draw up the play for him and put him as the inbounder of the play. Right. He said that that was a racial incident. So then Dan Patrick followed up and said, well, if it's a racial incident, is Phil Jackson a racist? And then Scotty Pippen said, yes, he is. <laughs> so, so, in, short, uh, in short, in short, he said, yes, he is. <laughs> he, he, he seems like he, he didn't want to say it, but then he was like, you could take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it had a lot of people discussing, well, hold on, what is Scotty saying? You know, yeah. how can Phil Jackson be racist? Is Scotty being salty? Uh, he even had his little interaction with Kevin Durant on on Twitter, where, you know, he said, you know, if if that was LeBron James, LeBron James would have would have found a way to win that series against the Bucks. Um KD fired back with, aren't you the guy that sat out that play in the uh, <laughs> playoffs? They went back and forth, even uh, went at it with, with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Scotty even mentioned some stuff about Jordan. I did not hear the exact quote, but I just know. Basically what he said, well, on the Dan Patrick show, he said that, uh, so because he was talking about the Kukos thing. So Dan Patrick asked him, was like, well, wasn't there uh, a play where Jen uh, told uh, Steve Kerr yes, to be I, here, blah, 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 blah. And Scotty was like, that wasn't real. That was for the cameras yeah. that were there, the documentary cameras. And that wasn't planned. That was for the show. Ball, but John Stockton didn't fall. Kerr would have never got that ball. And then he, then he went on just like, he just went on a little, it was like Michael Selfish, like the documentary. We were told it was just an NBA thing for the team. And I mean, really, the documentary Last Dance is really about the Bulls. 
It's about the bull. So, so real, real quick, real quick. The last dance, like you said, it is about the bulls because all the main guys get at least an episode. Right. But obviously, Michael Jordan is the lead guy. He's the best guy on the team. So he's going to. He's going to be focused also (laughs) in the other ones. But at the end of the day, Scotty had his own episode. Right. Dennis Rodman had his own episode. Right. Uh, Steve Kerr had his own episode. Tony yeah. Kukoc had his own episode. Yeah. You even had Phil Jackson had his own episode. Right. You had you had Horace Grant who was featured. No, yeah. you can say it wasn't his own, but the 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 issue with Horace Grant is discussed in extent. Right. Look, right. it's about the Bulls. But anyways, what Dan Patrick, which I'm actually ashamed of Dan Patrick not knowing, because mm-hmm. Dan Patrick said didn't Phil Jackson. Say, hey, Michael, if this yeah, happens, drop to pass to Steve Kerr. And Scotty <laughs> had to correct him and said, no. Right. He said that was on the side after, you know, right. after the huddle. And yes, when you look at that clip, it's only Jordan Kerr at the end of the bench and saying, hey, you know. And then even in the last dance, they discuss it because remembering right. game two, or game one when they were in Utah. Right. I can't remember. Can't remember which game it was. Or game. No, no, I'm sorry. It was either game three or game four because the mm. Bulls had home court in that series. That was what you mentioned. Scott, uh, John Stockton doubled mm-hmm. when, uh, when, when Jordan wasn't looking and he ultimately stripped the ball, right. which, which led to the Utah win. So mm-hmm. he was like, hey, if that happens again, I'm dropping it to you. That wasn't a Phil Jackson thing. It wasn't drawn up for, for, for Steve Kerr. And that's where I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is where people really have like revision, revisionist history with yeah. some stuff. Now let's get to the actual what Scottie Pippen said. Is Phil Jackson a racist? I would say this. And you were in the, uh, we were on Clubhouse having this discussion. And, yeah. and, and you remember there were two different rooms. There was the first room where it was discussing Scotty's comments. Right, right, right. And I kind of came in at the end and I said, look, I don't know if Phil Jackson is a racist. I don't want to actually say, you know, he's a flat out racist. Right. right. Um, I said, but let's also think about it from Scotty's lens, mm. his perspective. Scotty was given a bad contract which he ultimately signed. We can say whatever about that. I've never heard of a team offering you a bad contract and then telling you not to sign it. Telling you it's a bad contract. Telling you not to sign it. And like, somehow everyone's just supposed to believe, yeah, man, Scotty made a bad decision. Like, come on. That was a contract <laughs> that was given to him. Like, <laughs> but on the, on the other side, though, you're like your own agent's telling you not to sign it. Now, that's the where team, I say, okay, Scotty. But see, that's the thing I don't understand is like, your agent, the person that you pay uh-huh. to deal with this business is telling you it's a bad contract. Mm-hmm. Don't sign it. Yes. All right. That's just the first one. But then the team is even telling you, Scotty, this is a bad contract. I've never heard that in my life. You know what I'm saying? And I, under- and I kind of understand as a business owner, you know, Telling somebody that this is a bad contract, it's because they know your worth, but this is all they can offer. So they're like, hey, hold out. 
because it was an extension. Mm-hmm. He still had two years left. Yes. So they're literally telling you, don't sign it. You have two years left on your contract. We maybe could work something out in the next year or at the end of that season. And you're good. You'll be taken care of because we now can see what we have and what we can give out. But they're literally telling you, don't sign this contract. I would not sign that contract. You still had two years left. I wouldn't sign it either. But no. that, this whole thing of like the the organization was just so like, oh, Scotty, we were looking out for you. And no, 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 not at all. Not you at drew all. up a contract that was bad. <laughs> right. But that was Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Was like, it, it wasn't. Like and it, it wasn't like the current situation where in the NBA where it's like, hey, I can give you a max deal right now, but we know the cap is going to go up in two years. Wait out. No, it was. This is the contract. It's bad. Don't sign it. What? Like, but anyways, <laughs> let's, let's get back to Scottie Pippen and the whole his perspective of why he might think that the Bulls and Phil Jackson You're gonna have to are racist. To me. You're going to have to explain this one to me. Let's think about it this way. Go for it. Scottie Pippen signs the contract. We we just discussed it. Mm -hmm. The Bulls are winning. They got back-to-back championships. Yes, Michael Jordan's the league dog, but Scottie Pippen is leading in every statistical category except points. Mm -hmm. Scottie Pippen is also an all-star with Michael Jordan. Right. Scottie Pippen, and at the time, it, it didn't come to this point, but Scottie Pippen is part of the 50 greatest basketball players team. Right. So that means he's actually good. I don't think anybody's ever said that he wasn't. Ah, you haven't been on Twitter. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Which Twitter are we talking here? Which Twitter are we talking? All Twitter. Are we talking black Twitter? All Twitter. (laughs) You haven't been on these these debate shows and stuff like that. But anyways, they draft Tony Kukoc to replace Scottie Pippen. It wasn't to add to the team. It was to replace Scottie Pippen. This is also before we knew Michael Jordan was going to step away. So anyways, Scottie and realize, remember that 92 Olympic game. What was the thing when they played Croatia? That this is Jerry's boy. Yeah. And we're going to. And Michael and Scotty are the ones like, about to dominate this game like, in an Olympic game. Because <laughs> like, literally at the time, Coach was seen as like the greatest player in Europe right now. Mm-hmm. And he's going to eventually come to the NBA and the Bulls of all people are going to draft him somehow. And because yeah. I think nobody, I, no, no, I'm saying that's that, at the story at the time, that was the yes, storyline yes. that we, you, we, that the Bulls are going to get him, and this is Jerry's guy, and this is what's going to go on. And Michael and Scotty, but like, oh, now nah, we got him. Y'all don't worry about him. He's literally the best team, supposedly the best player in Europe right now. We got him. Y'all don't even have to deal with them. So we have that aspect. Let's also remember this was the 90s where American players, when you think about it, they're not too keen to European players and ultimately ends up being black players aren't too keen about European white players. Right. Think about Scotty's age also. So that happened. 
Right. And then we know and during that 94 season, it's Scotty's team. Scotty's a legitimate candidate for MVP. Scotty's also defensive player of the year. Scotty's finally trying to be the guy. Right. But Kukoc gets that opportunity. And Kukoc wins, hits the shot, by the way. Right. <laughs> Kukoc also had a few game winners during the year. Yeah. Like game winning threes, but right, the situation right. was it was a tie game. You miss it, you go to you go to overtime, you make it, you win. And Scotty really just wants that chance. Right, right, right. I understand that. So he's thinking, look, they're already trying to replace me. And then this happens. <laughs> right. I could understand why Scotty would say, Yeah, man, that was a racial move. Now, I mentioned Clubhouse. I still, I still don't get it, though. I mentioned Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And then um, remember, they did a second room. And I don't think you came into the no, room. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. But the second room was focused on Phil Jackson. Okay. And several extensive quotes were read from a few of Phil Jackson's books ranging from one written in 1976 to one written in 2005 or six. Was that the Kobe? The, Kobe, the last uh, one was about, it was about the Lakers and all of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were I several. Did, I did hear, you know what? Maybe I did go into that room just slightly because I think I did hear somebody reading some quotes, mm-hmm. but I didn't really realize what they, who, it was about so okay. there are several quotes in there where Phil Jackson mentions things about black basketball players mm-hmm. he says that black basketball players uh, they're focused on the one on one game because everyone in their area is trying to get out so everyone is trying to focus on their game they don't know how to play the team game they tend to be good one on one scorers but they but they aren't fundamental basketball players I mean, and he's and he said that you know their white counterparts end up being better team players better fundamental basketball players we mentioned i mean we remember the comment where can he we, can we talk about that real quick though we could talk about that's, that that's, and, uh, and, and, I mean, and go ahead i'm not gonna say that he was wrong about that i'm gonna say he is wrong i'm gonna say only he because this is the only reason why I say that because 90s mm-hmm. 90s going into 2000 so it like my my high school years or so mm-hmm. unless you had a coach like say say Morgan Wooten mm-hmm. just for example if you had that type of coach where he was all about the team aspect you know everybody being on the same page, being fundamentally sound, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, that, yeah, I could definitely from that right there, I could say, nah, Phil, you're not right. But when you just take it as an individual aspect along the lines, he's not that wrong in those years, especially coming from seventies up. Mm-hmm. He's not kind of wrong with that. Though it sounds, though it sounds wrong, it is not that far fetched what he's saying through those years. Now from now from from like from like that early two thousands to now, 
Yes, I will say he's wrong. I would say he's wrong anyway, because ultimately not every black player that comes in the league and are superstars. Not every black player that comes to the league is is great at the one on one game. We can make the argument that when you look at the numbers that most players that are in the NBA that happen to be black cannot do the things that he was saying that black players as a whole are good at for every LeBron on a team or every Michael on a team or Kobe, there's going to be four five, six black players that are the role players. And it, it, and then just, and mind you, he said it in 1976 in the first book, but he also said it in this later books. Mm-hmm. He also said it in the one that was within uh, the one about the Lakers. So I, Look, he said in the which 70s, still, that was which, the is still, which is still around the range that if that was 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. it's still in the range I was talking about. It's he's in not, the range. He's not, he's not but, talking. He's not talking between 2000 and 2005 when he's talking about this book. He's talking about up to 2000 area because you got to think about it. That book would have been written for at least three, four years before it was even published. I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's 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 just false. Not really. <laughs> not really. I I believe it's false. Not also, really. I think it's you got to think. At, you got to think as a broad striker, not not as a this superstar here, or this superstar here. We're talking about just general, mm-hmm. and and most of the time, when you think about it, even in these areas, it's it's single. You're you're the one trying to get out. He's not wrong when it comes to that. Yeah. So this, so, the, so so what about the white basketball players? They don't want to get out. The fundamental wise? No, I'm saying they don't want to get out of whatever they're in or whatever situation that they're in. And also, let's what think about it. What situation you talk about here? Well, based on what Phil Jackson was saying. He's not saying the white dudes are in the hood. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the hood means that you don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. And the hood isn't just a black thing. <laughs> I, I, well, the hood. Nah. I mean, the, the hood. When you think of the hood, you're not thinking white folks. By and see, that's that's There's, my issue. Is no, that. I understand. I understand. But <laughs> in the general aspect, in the mm-hmm. general aspect, especially of this society of this country, when you think of the hood, mm-hmm. you're only thinking of us and other brown folks. Mm-hmm. You're not even thinking anything else than that. That's the hood. You might have. You might have terrible suburbs or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know who lives there. Mm-hmm. Pretty and much, I, I agree with you on that. It's just that and I'm sure why, that's exactly what he was talking about, and that's why I say it's yeah. still false. And because you're coming from when I say you, Phil Jackson is coming from a white privileged or at at that point in his career, white privileged aspect, not realizing that, yeah, you know. Poor people, I mean, black people or black poor people. Just say black people, black people in general. Yeah, he, they're not the one. But, that was his, hood. but look, you can't, You the thing is, look, just say in general, in general, black people that he probably experienced mm-hmm. throughout his life, mm-hmm. that was the case, that a lot of them were more isolate, isolation type players. They are mm-hmm. one-on-one players. I mean, you can't fault him for that if it's his experience. Also, I mean, you can't. You really can't. So, in a sense, you can't say he's wrong. 
because that was his experience. I think you, you can have. I think you can have I experience. Can. I just but, think he's false just by you, numbers. Now nah, you there's then you got to bring out the numbers. Like what are the numbers? You got to bring out the data. I mean, we can You're just base look. it on numbers because I know obviously you you haven't seen the numbers yet. I mean, because I, this is year, this, we're talking fifty years of data. Let's let's just use the nineteen ninety one to ninety three Chicago Bulls team quickly. Okay, there's Michael Jordan. Okay, and and, and I think it's actually very disrespectful to even say that Michael Jordan, yes, is all time score, all time one on one player, but somehow doesn't have the fundamentals down. But anyways, let's just say he doesn't. Okay, Scotty for sure did. And he still was able to play one-on-one. You could say the same thing about Horace Grant. Keep going. You could say the same thing about B.J. Armstrong. You could say the same thing about Bill Cartwright. B.J. Armstrong wasn't good, so just stop that. He was a fundamental player, though. He was. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. He was a fundamental player, but he wasn't good either. But he was fundamental, and that's my whole point. These are black men on the team that are fundamentals, and their fundamentals is what's kept them in the league. So that's three out of four. Keep going. We can go through uh, Craig Hodges. BJ All he was Craig there Hodges. was to shoot. BJ and Craig Hodges are on the same team? Yes. That year? Yes. Craig Hodges was on two of those teams. Or one. Remember, remember he got remember he got kind of blackballed because of the showing up to the White House in the in the Kente cloth and the, oh, and, yeah. and the letter to I mean, he, he kind of deserved that. He kind of deserved that. But you're Craig, you're Craig Hodges. You, nobody really knows who you are. So, so it's five yeah. that I could just think okay. of. I'm not going to say Scott Williams because I think he was a bum, but he was on the team. <laughs> <laughs> but think this, about it. He's not good. Right. So it kind of fits into my, it kind of fits into my argument. So for every, so that's why I say the numbers. Look, work that it's, way. it's not, <laughs> and that's just one team. I know I could go through. We can go through every see, team. See, the thing is, look, look. You gotta realize also. Mm. Think of, think of just okay. Think of just the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Just think of the neighborhood. You know our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah our neighborhood yeah. wasn't totally black no. by any means. By any means, I think we were the only black family in the beginning. We, yes, for sure. Yeah, I think we had what three on our block. Mm. Three. I know everybody else around the neighborhood was white and Hispanic mm. for sure, especially me growing up. Yeah, no, no, you you're, you're not lying. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even, but, even before we left, like, yeah, yeah, like, but like, you just think about everybody going to the park or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you know, you know, you already come to the thing like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a pick this dude because I know mm-hmm. he's pretty good, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you actually look at it. You know who's fundamentally sound and who's not. See that that's where I think we decided. I, I know I could. I know I could for off the break. I could tell you mm-hmm. who was fundamentally sound and who wasn't. Who's more of a I want the ball myself type person. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That isolator that not not to say that they're the greatest player or anything like that, or they're mm-hmm. gonna eventually make the NBA, which I don't think that's what he was saying either. It's like mm-hmm. those guys are eventually going to know they want to by far because everybody wants to play in NBA. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad. You want to play in NBA. That's mm-hmm. a goal as a kid in your life. You yeah. want to play in the NBA. It's just what it is. But 
there's some that you can tell who are fundamentally sound. Doesn't mean that they're good or bad. They're just fundamentally better than a lot of players that are more isolation guys. Mm-hmm. I know I could I know a bunch of guys like that. But I under so I'm trying to say I understand what he's saying. Whether it's what is good to be said or right to be said or wrong to be said, I can't, I understand. But then again, on the other side, I do understand what he's coming from when he's saying what he's saying. So we 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 we'll, we'll agree to disagree on that. <laughs> of course, you know what I'm saying. But, of course, but, but, uh, but I'm but, not going to say like he's totally wrong of what he's saying or he's totally right of what he's saying. Mm. There's a lot of true things of what he's saying. Very true things that I've seen in myself. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, you're like, man, why'd you have to say that, Phil? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of people are like, yo, Phil, you're like the God as coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, why'd you even say something like this? And, you know and that's how I think a lot of people are reacting in regards to Phil is because of that. For sure. And I'm going to go on a maybe a more outside of just basketball, more of a macro level. Mm. Obviously. On the, on the inception level? On the inception level? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Obviously, Here you go. Come on, Chris Nolan. Come on, Chris Nolan. Let's see obvious, it. Obviously, I'll say this. Um, just on the macro level, I do believe Scottie Pippen was trying to, you know, say he was a racist and was trying to imply that, you know, he's a um active or a uh uh an active isn't isn't the correct word, is a um Racist by commission, meaning mm. he he acts upon his racism. I mm. personally don't think it was that way with with Phil Jackson. I just more think it's more of what they call racist by omission, where just like, like for me, and like I we've just said the last fifty, or I've said the last fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, like his words, he just doesn't even realize that what he is saying is racist, and also being a white man not and then not just being a right white man he was in the basketball sense one of the greatest coaches ever mm-hmm. so he had the power to basically back what he was saying and when i say power it's phil jackson if phil jackson says hey run this play this way most people are going to be like he's telling us the truth because or he's telling us the right thing to do because he's Phil Jackson that has 11 championship rings. Right. But there's going to be times where it's like, nah, it's false, but he's going to get the benefit of the doubt because of his stature on the basketball court. Right. Um, so I will admit this. Do I think Phil was purposely racist with his comments? I don't think so. I know Scotty does. But I don't think it's purposely. And that's why I put him in the omission Mm -hmm. because of various things. Now, do you culture? Go ahead. Now, do you think he was racist for putting Scotty on the inbound? 
So if, and that's why I said, according to Scotty's perspective on that specific play, because honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think that specific play is racist, but mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's go through some hypotheticals. And obviously we know what about hypotheticals. It's a lot of what ifs. We know they were trying to replace him. Looking, and now that we know more about sports, we know that management does get into the ears of coaches. We know that they are narratives that are that are uh, created by the front office and the head coach. We've seen it here in Washington in multiple sports where it's the coach or the manager wants to do it this way. They want to win, but they want to win it this way. Mm-hmm. Maybe in Scotty, do I mean, according to Scotty's perspective, they were trying to win it the way with Ku coach instead of winning it with Scotty leading. And that's why, oh, I, and, and that's where I think it's not far fetched either way. Right, 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 right. It could be, it could be Phil Jackson at the time was, you know what? Kukoc did hit like a couple game winners this right, year. Right, right, let me, right, let right. me let him shoot. But and that you, could be a hundred percent factual. Right. And I can also believe if we ever find out, we're not going to know because uh, um, uh, what's his name, Kraus died. But I also could believe if Kraus was like, yeah, man, we drafted Kukoc and Michael's finally gone. Let's try and move this team into Ku Coach's team, and 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 let's 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 try and make this kind of similar to a Boston Celtics. And Boston is a whole nother city with a whole nother lead them with a whole nother another thing. We can't do but, that. We can't do just that right now. Five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds. Five seconds, and you can count me down. Boston was looking for a white superstar. Right. That's five yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now the thing is, with and me, I'm not I'll, saying Chicago was trying to do it. Like I'm no, not no, saying no, that no. that's what Kraus was trying to do. But well, none of it's far fetched. Right, right. It's not. It's not, not far fetched at all. But uh, with me, I think is more of Jordan was Phil's guy. Mm-hmm. Like real talk, he was just Phil's guy. Now Jordan just hey. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, okay, okay. real quick. You just kind of reminded me something. Someone said this on Clubhouse. Oh, uh. and it actually made me think. Jordan might have been Phil's guy, but was Phil really Jordan's guy? Well, according to Scotty, nobody was doing that. <laughs> except Doug Collins. Right, right. Except Doug, do whatever. Doug, right, right. Doug, look, look, for real, Doug Collins was definitely Jordan's guy. There's no lie about that. No lie about that. That's that's why, um, you know, when he comes back with the Bulls, who's the head yeah. coach, Doug Collins. Like, he could, <laughs> and I know Phil was already in LA, but it's like, oh man. I hope yeah. you didn't forget your point. Go ahead. No, 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 no. But then again, you know what? I think that Scotty, you know, of course, Scotty's like, Michael's gone. We don't know how long he's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. I'm having such a great season. But Phil, I'm not Phil's guy. Mm-hmm. 
I think he even thought was like, well, I'm the second best on the team after Michael. Michael's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm the best guy on the team. Why, why am I not Phil's guy? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of that has to do with that also. That, I, think there's a, I think there's a lot of jealousy oh, yeah. going on there too. Because the way he's like, yeah, me and Mike don't talk. We definitely won't talk about that stuff back in the day, but like we could we could talk about family and whatnot. But other than that, we we don't we don't really talk. And I'm just, oh. <laughs> I was like, he what? Like the he he sounds real salty for no reason. I mean, he just sounds re- like I guess all these years he's had this going on and then the documentary came out and then it kind of like threw it back in his face again. Yeah, but, I think and, I'm not sure. <laughs> and I think it's more of the only thing he could really be mad about that documentary is the contract thing and how people reacted to it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could think of because you know <laughs> everybody was like, yo, it's Scotty's fault. He's trying to sign that badass contract. Everybody knew it was a bad contract. <laughs> it's Scotty's fault. And but it's, it's still but, like, it's also, but my question is, did Mike ever tell him it was a bad contract? Did he think that Michael was going to say something to him? And Michael's just like, and you know, Mike, he's just like, yo, that contract's your decision. Like, we're in, Mike is about Mike. Yeah. Mike is all about Mike. And, that, and I mean, of course, he said he's selfish, said Jordan's selfish, but who wouldn't be selfish? You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. This, this, Scotty is, he's obviously hurt. I yeah. I understand. And I do. And it's so weird because after the last dance documentary, I still believe, even though people said that Scotty's stupid for, for signing the contract, he still was a sympathetic figure. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. So it's like, man, everyone's still kind of like raved about you. Like, I, I don't right. know what's going on. Oh, uh, uh, man, we spent a lot longer on this topic. But what we're going to do yeah. is we are going to actually do our sports free zone right now. That's what I was going to ask you, because we don't need to talk about the NFL right now. It's I mean, we, we're still going to get into it, but we uh, let's, let's break it up a little. We got enough time. Let's break it up. Only- yeah, yeah, okay. Because I was gonna say, there's only one thing we can really talk about in the NFL right now. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I want to get to it. <laughs> okay. one oh man, let's uh, get to our sports-free zone where uh, we get to talk about Bill Cosby. Bill yo. Cosby released from prison yo. yesterday. Yeah, due to a technicality. Yeah, in. A, tr- a deposition that was made in 2005 on the similar the first case. <laughs> Excuse first me. Case. Uh, yes. Yeah. And um, Bill Cosby made a deal with the at the Pro- time prosecutor mm-hmm. to not have his uh, to not face criminal charges for the situation at hand. Right. And uh, he then opened up at the deposition, said what happened. Stuff was handled. Uh, There was a civil settlement. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. Then years later, the state decides we're going to introduce a few more accusers, a few more evidence, and we're going to try and get 
Cosby mm-hmm. all these charges. Mm-hmm. They convict him. They sentence him. And then what we didn't know was that Cosby's legal team was out there going through the appellate system, working their way up all the way to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. And they introduced the evidence that, hold on, our client shouldn't have even been charged because he made a deal that he wouldn't be charged criminally yep. for what happened in for his testimony in the deposition. I think it was uh, two to one, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, I think it was that. on the on the Supreme Court. Two judges agreed. One didn't. And he said, yep, Bill Cosby has to be released from prison because he should not have ultimately been sentenced. Should never, should never been should never been charged. Sorry, shouldn't have yep. been charged. Not just sentenced. Shouldn't have mm-hmm. been charged. So he's released. He is at home right now. Um, let I'm me say this. Go ahead, because I got something to say too. The legal system, and I took a criminal justice class last semester. the The judicial system is trash in this country, and I wouldn't say it's trash there's just certain things that are just wrong with it <laughs> this is, I guess that's better because when you say trash you mean as a whole the judicial system is just no good altogether like it's trash it shouldn't even be there I'll say this there's too many exceptions to every rule <laughs> like there's too many like yes you're going to get charged if you do this, but if you do this, nah, you know, maybe that's better. Too many exceptions to too many rules. And I'll mind you what, what, what you were talking about earlier is not a plea deal. Yeah. It wasn't. That's, a, not, that's not what that is. You know, people hear about plea deals all the time and they could think that's what they're, no, this is actually a totally separate thing, but yeah. uh, keep, keep going with yeah. you. He negotiated with the prosecutors to yeah. not be charged criminally for what he's about to testify about. Yeah. It's just wild that, like, ultimately, if someone did what they were accused of back then, I don't know how you as a prosecutor could just be like, yeah, man, we're just not about to charge you criminally. Like, this wasn't, I stole a backpack from a store. Right. This is, I'm being accused and ultimately I'm admitting to committing some heinous sexual crimes, but I'm going to make this deal. So I just don't go to prison. Yeah. The lawyers, the prosecution messed that up. Totally. Like, and see, the thing is also, and I was talking to a, uh, a very good friend of mine who's a sheriff. Deputy. Mm. So court system is that's him. You know yes. what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I called him because I was like, yo, I'm I'm really confused about this whole Bill Cosby thing. And he was like basically his trial that he got went through and then ultimately ended up in prison should have never happened. Exactly. Because if the prosecution was doing their job, first of all, they would have seen this agreement and would have asked them because in the preliminary stuff, they do ask in the court asks, have you ever been offered an agreement? 
or have you ever made any deals that you signed on that may affect this case? Mm-hmm. That question was never asked. If that question was asked at the beginning, the prosecution would have ended everything right then and there because they had no case. Plain and simple. And the thing is, it's all because of another prosecutor who did this. And we're talking about we're talking about the state here. We're not talking yeah. like your little yeah. city county. This is the state. <laughs> this is the state state's attorney doing this. So but you gotta think about also another way you could think about it is you know how and you're 24 fan, so you remember Nina Myers got the little uh, immunity deal? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what that agreement did. It was basically an immunity deal. Like you could tell us everything that could be pertaining to this case or future cases that puts everything in our favor mm-hmm. and we let you off. We might put you an extradition in another country or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You'll be extradited to another country or whatever you choose or whatever like that, but you'll never see prison. And that's what they did. They're idiots. But the thing is, this is the kicker. Like, because what I'm about to say has nothing to do with Bill and people are mad now about Bill. But the same thing's going to happen with Chauvin. When a when a pill happened, it's gonna same thing's gonna happen with Chauvin because the prosecution did some things that they shouldn't have done at the beginning of this trial. Mm-hmm. And it's going to let Chauvin off. Man, I and when it does, <laughs> it's gonna be like all hell's gonna break loose again. Oh yeah. But you can't be the thing is you could be mad, but you can't be mad because the fuck prosecutors did the same exact thing but it is just, a, but just have you, fumbling the bag and that's a problem yes there is there's many many problems with the judicial system but at the core of the judicial system things are right but as you said there's too many loopholes that allow certain things to happen that takes away these big crimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I could go murder 30 people right now. Mm -hmm. But if I could give the state or the government evidence towards whatever, you know what I'm saying? Say it's like, say I could give the government uh, evidence on cartels or whatever, whatever, and I could give them like all this information that they go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I would. I'd be off of those thirty murders, no problem. I wouldn't even go to jail. <laughs> Plain and simple. And and see, I agree. Like I understand that aspect, and I'm glad you use that twenty four as, as an analogy. Come but on, man. You, you know we've seen it like ten times. Ultimately, so. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, how are you giving immunity to the cartel? Right, right, it's right. It's almost right. like you're the one. <laughs> and that's the part where I'm just c- confused. Like, that's and so obviously cool. it. it, it Obviously, it's because he was Bill Cosby. I don't know, man. I, it was no, because I, it was Bill the, Cosby. the prosecutor. I th- yeah, you might be right because uh, the prosecutor. 
I don't think if it was a Bill Cosby somewhere else, like California or Minnesota or whatever, Bill Cosby, I don't think a prosecutor would have did that mm-hmm. unless the prosecutor felt that he couldn't win the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But unless he saw something back then that was like, yeah, uh, well, or, you know, the time limits of whatever certain incidents happen, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, maybe he didn't know. Yeah, that might be the reason why. But past that, did you see, have you seen the major hype Bill Cosby joint? Nah, it looked. Mm-hmm. I, I know, know you probably don't watch. I, I know you probably don't watch Major Hype ever since that. Ever since whole, that, it's just kind of hard for me to be like. Because <laughs> I, I still don't understand. The whole thing was just messy from the break between <laughs> both of them on both sides. It was just so messy. Like so, I really didn't understand who to believe. So I was just like. <laughs> whatever at this point. So I just haven't, to be honest, but yeah. I'm going to have to go back and look. But I, uh, I randomly saw it on Facebook. Some uh, One of my boys sent it to me. He was like, yo, are you, this dude, I can't with this dude. And it was definitely a baby uh, Osby show remake of their beginning scenes. So... Yeah. Yeah, I probably oh, heard that. <laughs> uh, yeah, for those of you being tornado... Tornado warning <laughs> in the DMV. Oh, um, but yeah, man, it's it's wild and crazy. And um, Felissa Rashad is under some heat because she tweeted that you know it's finally writing a miscarriage of justice. Felissa Rashad is obviously a very good friend of Bill Cosby. Also, she is the Dean of Fine Arts at Howard University. So it did come across very like tone deaf from a dean of a university. When mm-hmm. you think about the amount of sexual crimes that happen on college campuses. Right. So uh, students were voicing their displeasure. Uh, the school put out a statement and said her comments don't reflect on the actual university, even though it does. But well, you know, isn't she? A, is, she's a dean. So she's a dean. She, she's a how dean. Is not wow. I don't understand when people when people say that stuff. <laughs> the person is working for your institution, you know, uh, or your company, or whatever, and it was well. Their views are not the views of our organization. Um, she wanted to hire us of your organization. Like what? Okay, whatever. So, but you can um, stay there. You're Felicia Rashad. You can stay there. Ultimately, I, I spoke to a college professor, and they were like, "Yeah, if I said that same thing on my personal." social media account that was public I would definitely be fired for that now she's obviously Felicia Rashad there's a lot of things like she finally got the position fine arts it's Howard University HBCU she went there it's almost like the school is trying to balance yo should we just like (laughs) try to wait this out and keep her here because of what we can ultimately get out of her being the dean of fine arts Uh, it's it's very interesting now the annoying part to me Mm -hmm. about this entire situation outside of you know prosecutors being trash um, those who are fake outraged and we mentioned it with Chauncey Billups earlier 
Facts. But those who are fake outraged about the situation. That is where I'm like, come on. Y- y'all don't, y'all like to pick and choose who you are outraged about. And we're right. going to talk about another situation a little bit later when we continue our sports segment. And actually, we should probably get to it right now. Might as well. Good when, it gets, when it gets to uh, Major League Baseball, yeah. Trevor Bauer. This is messy. Trevor Bauer, one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yep. For one of the most popular teams in baseball. Yeah. The Los Angeles Dodgers, who just signed a very good contract. Yeah. This season, one of the best players I mentioned, he is being accused of sexual assault on a young woman. Uh, the woman. This, this is just wild. This is wild stuff. Like, this is not just. Like, this is not your quote unquote run of the mill. Right, right. Uh, no, we're t- oh, man. Ugh. According to uh, the victim. Trevor Bauer, they they decided, yes, they're going to have consensual sex. She comes over to his residence. They're obviously having sex. Well, during the act, Trevor Bauer allegedly punches her on her face. Choked her with her own hair. Chokes her with her own hair. Punched her in her vagina. And bruised her on her buttocks mm-hmm. she had facial bruises um concussion yeah yeah and I mean, other head injuries i mean when you get hit in the face you're getting concussion so other injuries like that yeah she went yeah. to the hospital and the authorities the the day after the situation happened she Was explained that after? yeah oh. they did uh, it was the day after and and I'm not, we're not, I, I'm not trying to speculate, but it could have been, no. you know, you went over yeah. at night and you went over, you went to the hospital the next day. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the next day. And there is proof that she showed up. She has proof from the examination from the hospital that the, these injuries happened. So uh, she now has a restraining order against him. Trevor Bauer is saying, oh, the entire sexual act was consensual it was part of a dominatrix bdsm yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, uh, here's the here's the text messages and all this other documentation saying that this is what she asked for and everything you also. have the text messages yeah. No, he. They said oh, that yeah. in their, he said, yeah, 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 yeah. He says he has in their in their uh, you know joint statement and stuff. Yeah, it's messy. Yeah, it, bro. It's a messy situation. And so, I mean, he he admits, yeah, like the injuries that she has. He actually, I mean, he admits to it that mm-hmm. yes, this this that definitely did happen. I'll say this because I actually spoke to someone in some some digging. Uh-huh. I spoke to someone who is into BDSM. Yeah. And he said, and I know they're safe. I didn't, I didn't, I did not even tell them the situation. I said, read this article and let me know what you think. Uh-huh. 
So I didn't want to lead them down this path. Right, 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 right. right read right. the article. Let me know what you think. Right, right. My source says, yes, that is that is assault. He's like, that is not even if the plan was to end up engaging in this. At the end of the day, he crossed lines. So I know that's just one person. I don't, you know, but that person does engage in that activity. activity, And they were like, yeah, that's that's you can't be given concussions. There's ways for the what they call play. There's ways for well, maybe maybe getting to that point. Okay. All right. Now, now I understand that. Yeah, because there's mm-hmm. safe words, safe words, and stuff like that. Yes. Now, mind you, the those are people who are in this mm-hmm. industry. Well, can you say industry? Well, it, it, there. You say What's industry that? if it's you know not business, but no, 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 no. no. You, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying yeah. of that lifestyle. Of lifestyle that, that's yeah. what I meant to say was lifestyle. Mm. But then again, you got to think about it. Maybe Trevor is not part of that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trevor is not part of that lifestyle. It just so happened that this girl, you know, they're having their back and forth conversations, yada, yada, yada. It gets to the point where like, hey, we should get together, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. she says, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. And he's never been a part of this lifestyle before. And he mm-hmm. basically goes, he does exactly what she says. Mm-hmm. But obviously he's not part of the lifestyle. So you don't know, even if she did give a safe word or whatever, whatever, he doesn't know what that is. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, hopefully, hopefully, now this is the thing with me is hopefully she gave him guidelines. Because mm-hmm. obviously it sounded like from just from what his stance and all that sounds like she's part of that lifestyle mm-hmm. the way she was talking because we ain't just meeting random girl on the street <laughs> and her and we're talking and conversing one on she's like yo so punch punch me in the face no uh, that's not gonna happen bro like she's not just a random girl she's part of that lifestyle if, mm-hmm. if she says something like that she's part of that lifestyle no random girl is going to come up to us and just be like, yo, so while we're doing things, punch me in the face. Mm. No, it's not going to happen, bro. Like, no, not at all. Yes. So- I And I don't get me wrong. I do think like if you come out of any type of situation with bruises, concussions, black eyes, whatever, even though you have said this is what I do, this is what I want you to do. Mm. It's still assault. Yes. Now, will I call it sexual assault? No. Well, but I will call. I no. I'm just saying. By for that law, type of, I mean, just, no, no. Just by mm. that situation. Yes. I'm not. I'm still not calling it sexual assault. Mm. I will call it assault. Mm-hmm. Even though this happened in the midst of. Their conceptual sex, which they both have said it was conceptual, conceptual sex. Yes. So take that sex out the, I'll, I'll just take it out. Just take it out. Mm-hmm. But yes, I will say straightforward. That's that's assault in my mind, regardless, because you knocked the person unconscious, basically. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You did all this. You did certain things that that person could have ended up being dead. You know what I'm saying? By you going, you assaulting them. But what I call a sexual assault? No, not at all. Mm-mm. So, uh, you know, he's still obviously in the the active lineup for the Dodgers. Now, the reason why I brought up this story also isn't just because, you know, it's a sports story. I mentioned it, how the whole thing with Bill Cosby, there was this outrage about yeah. him. I understand Bill Cosby a, has a higher Q rating than Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is known within baseball circles and, and sports circles. Um, but, but I just kind of feel some type of way. I, I did watch sports center twice today. I actually was on MLB radio today on the Sirius XM and it's like small snippets like, Oh yeah, this happened. We're moving on to the next story. And I'm just like, you go on social media and it's a lot of, well, let's just wait till all the evidence comes out yeah. compared to how other people are treated on this thing. And that's why I've always said mainstream media just picks and choose who they want to be outraged and vilified about. Um, but there's obviously more that's still, I mean, we got to, at some point, the authorities are going to see these text messages and we'll find out more about this situation. Um, but like I said, when I spoke to that one person that was into BDSM, they said, yeah, that's yeah, that's still assault. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, assault. It's definitely assault. Uh, it's, I mean, it's wild. Yeah. Regardless um, if it was asked for or not, it's still assault. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about it is, and now this is me speculating. So let me put that caveat out there. Mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer is a weird guy. Like just go back and read articles about Trevor Bauer, go on YouTube and look at interviews, go and look at things that he's done at several stops along the way. Like he ain't really like, I don't think everything <laughs> works like, and that's me speculating. This is not I'm, me, you know, I'm just reporting. Look, I'm gonna have to look at some of this stuff. Like man. the dude is weird. Like so, to me, I'm kind of like, yeah. The, the I thing is, I'll probably watch something like I wouldn't think he's weird because I've probably done something like that. Right and there. I'm just like, yeah, I think he's just a little off. Like it's you know, and I look like even with like he's quirky. He's very quirky. Like so, it's kind of you know, like, a lot of baseball players are. Are, though that's and yeah weird. and that's why I'm kind of really like, weird it's really weird how weird they are like a lot of baseball players are just yeah, weird yeah. I don't know what it is so so that's that's my thing that's that's I'm just like I already have this um kind of assumption of him that he's weird and quirky and then this yeah. happens so for me personally <laughs> I'm like yeah, this dude's a creep. Like this dude's out here doing some some wild stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and look, I know it's 2021, but Definitely I've wild. never I've never heard someone openly be like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm really into this." <laughs> like especially right. when they when they get to him, like, "Yeah, that's right. my thing." <laughs> like I mean, I, I mean, we've seen it on like movies and stuff like that, but <laughs> like in person, like I yeah. never like I got some weird friends. <laughs> like over the years, I've met some weird friends. Still uh, friends with them. They're just weird. But I don't think any of them has ever said, except maybe one. But I've never heard them say like, "Yo, like in this 
in this lifestyle, like somebody just randomly like punched me in the face or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like there was chains and stuff like that, but uh, there was and a little the little whips or whatever. But mm-hmm. it was no like, yeah, I just like when dude punches me in the face or <laughs> I like when this just chokes me with the with a noose or whatever. Whoa, relax. Like what? What are you talking about? Like who does that? But I never heard that. Like maybe in movies. I don't know. That's something we gotta look into. Not in regards of joining the lifestyle or anything like that. (laughs) It's just something I don't know. That's just weird. Like weird things that we should know about but not be a part of. (laughs) (laughs) Let's now get to uh, the why. Let's get to the NFL. Talk about your Washington football team. No, that's not what I will see. That's why when I said there was only one thing to talk about, the Washington <laughs> wrestling wasn't the, the Washington the Washington football team was not <laughs> the topic that I thought you were gonna say. No, you, know, you know I gotta bring that up. You know uh, I gotta okay. bring up. You know, just okay, there's, to, so there's two. There's two things. Before that, I even get to that, what did you think I was gonna be mentioning? I thought you were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and the COVID uh, opt out. I don't even care about that. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I don't even care about Come that. on, man. Like, my man. My man might save 20 something nine million just by saying, you know what? I'm going to opt out for COVID. This, this <laughs> that's the kind of genius move. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought that was what you were going to talk about. Like, people were talking about it all day on ESPN. Like, yo, so today's the last day for. Uh, the opt out for the COVID <laughs> for this season, upcoming season, and Aaron, this might be the best thing for Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to play, but he'll still get paid, and uh, <laughs> it'll be his way out of the organization. Oh man! And then, and then Devontae Adams, this is his last season. Like he wants to go play with David Carr. I'm like, what? Who wants to go play with David Carr? But I oh, Derek, Derek, I was about to say Derek Carr. No, no, but even then, who wants to go? <laughs> right. What receiver is like, yeah, man, I'm really trying to meet up with Derek out here. Like, they're, they're top receiver. And he's like, yo, Aaron's not playing. I want to go play. Derek went to Fresno State. Did Devontae go to Fresno? Yeah, he went to. He okay, went to all right. I was about to say, that's them. It kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah. We're good friends. We're good friends. We're still great friends. Okay, let's go to our local team. Just giving y'all a fair warning. Uh, it is raining here in the DMV, right. and um, so if power goes out, Whoa. just know the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just had the sky. The sky just lit up here, so yeah. just know you know the show might be and over. Now, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the DMV, Jay is in Bowie right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in Beltsville right now. Mm-hmm. And we're getting the same storm. <laughs> so, so you know, the the show just might end, and it'll yeah. just be it'll be very entertaining if nothing happens, and then you listen back and be like, we were scared that the stream was going to go down. But anyways, uh, college yeah. me, NFL, yeah. um, the Washington football team. Your Washington yeah. football team has a new CEO. It is Tanya no, no. Snyder. We have, we have a co CEO. Correction, you're all right. A co CEO that will take over the day to day duties. Mm. Tanya Snyder, the wife of Daniel Snyder, owner of the team. She will be taking over, like I said, doing the day to day duties. She will also be at a lot of these 
NFL meetings, owners meetings and other meetings dealing with the owners. I've that been, news been, came that I've news been, came out two days ago. Yeah. Or was it just days. yesterday? Uh, I feel like they, two days ago. The days run together with me. So yeah. it could be two days ago. Yeah, came yeah. out this week. Yeah. Well, uh today. The Uh-oh. NFL came out with their judgment on the Washington football team with their handling of sexual uh, sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. sexual harassment within the workplace. The Washington football team was fined $10 million. Hello. Was this the report that was suppo- that the junkie said they already had? You mean like the one that was supposed to be like we're supposed to like months really ago? find out? Yeah, like, like what, months ago. Yeah, because of their insider thing. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna y'all. be crazy. I tried to yeah. tell you the junkies are frauds, but anyway. Uh, and then the NFL came out was like, nah. <laughs> NFL came out and said, nah, we don't know what this report is you're talking about. So, uh, <laughs> but the NFL did say there was gross negligence nice. on the on the team's part. Uh, there was one opinion uh, in the report that said it was probably one of the worst, worst play, uh, workplace cultures in the NFL. So Ooh. they fined them $10 million. Daniel Snyder said he never realized how bad the culture was in it. In the Come on, bro. Organization. Who, who was running the organization then? <laughs> uh, and then he said um, that he will strive to make sure it never gets to that situation under his and his wife's watch. So mm-hmm. yes, ten million dollars fined by the Washington uh, for the Washington football team. Uh, the wait, Dallas- wait, wait. How much was the shares? How much was, How much was the minority shares? Right. Was it forty million? Uh, he got yeah yeah the, the, the ten like million, million ain't that nothing. Like, no no no, I'm saying that the share the minority shares was like forty million, right? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, man, you could have. Dog, you know, if they could have fined them $40 million, they would have took the team back. He didn't have the money to pay for those minority shares. The oh, NFL wow. gave them to him. How you don't? Okay. Then he, he, he just didn't have the money, bro. He don't have it in liquid. Oh, jeez. You know what I'm saying? Only in America. You gotta have it in liquid, man. <laughs> Only in America. <laughs> That's some real fraudulent stuff. How you not have it in liquid? Like, what? <laughs> if you don't have 40, he doesn't, he didn't have the extra $40 million in liquid, son. Huh? Oh, so the NFL extended his. The NFL gave him the money and he has like. What like ten years to probably pay it back or something? I think like, that? like seven to ten years to pay it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of making him sell those shares, he bought them. It's he an evil world we live in. Like, come yeah. on, like you're an NFL owner of a team. <laughs> I mean, and look, business wise, he's probably putting this stuff in all sorts of stuff, so you can right, say, right. "I don't have the money." <laughs> I mean, no, of course, that's the way to do it. I don't have the money. Like, right, right. <laughs> that's why. That's like if he gets sued. It's like if he gets sued, it's the corporation that gets corporation. You know what I'm saying? Not not, not him. Only in America. It just reminds me of the whole um, did you ever watch that 30 for 30? I think it was called Long Shot (sighs) about the New York Islanders. No, I I I want no, to see it's that. really good. It's an old, old one, but it's good. Mm. Just kind of like, yo, how far you can go right. with uh with a lie about they got money. A, they got a <laughs> yo, they got a new stadium. They got a, a new brand, one? A brand new one. Yeah. I like thought they were supposed new. to be at the Barclay Center. No, they got a brand new stadium, son. 
I don't think they're going to Barclays. I know they went. I know they played at Nassau in the Nassau Coliseum, but I honestly thought it had something to do with um, because the Nets were actually in the postseason. And no, 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 due, they to, had, due yeah. to the you know lease, it was like the Nets get priority. That's why I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always the case. But they they were actually building a uh, a new stadium for themselves, so they had their own stadium instead of having to use an NBA stadium and all that stuff. It's like if the Caps decided to build their own arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't. Um, which would be kind of cool because I hate I always hate that stuff where they have a hockey game and then they put on the floor not too long after that and the floor is all you know moisture all over condensation everybody slipping all over the place that's yeah, what that's what uh Gilbert Arena said what, what ended up his ended his uh or got him injured here yeah. that was the cause that he said he said yeah man and and then and then he showed up late that day so he didn't get the warm up <laughs> Uh, other news in the NFL, three teams got fined for OTA violations. Ooh. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars for $200,000 and Urban Meyer was fined $100,000 and the Cowboys and the 49ers were fined $100,000 each what? for OTA violations. They didn't oh, really, the so report didn't really go into what the violations were. It's probably yeah. the type of practice they were having, probably. I meant to ask you, because I saw something, and they said they, I think it was the Cowboys and the Steelers are pretty, y'all, y'all two, Tampa Bay and somebody else are starting like Days ahead of everybody else. Yes, because the Cowboys and Steelers are in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, so okay, they're okay, going okay, to okay, actually okay. start their training camp almost yeah. a week before everyone else. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. yo, it yeah, like- happens for the Hall of Fame game. Like whoever's oh, okay. game typically play uh, starts earlier. They give them a chance to start earlier. Yeah, because I was like, yo, they don't got a new coach. What are they doing? Like, and I what? think uh, they can carry. Maybe a couple extra players just because of the Hall of Fame game. That's what's up. Um, so yeah, they'll play five preseason games, and usually in that game you don't see even yeah, in no. that game. It used to be starters would play a little bit, but now <laughs> right. starters don't even play. Right. Starters, like starters used to play like three plays and then get out. Yeah, or now a quarter, a quarter, and get out. And yeah, now, now they don't even play at all. playing in the Hall of Fame game because they're kind of like, no, we're not. It's an extra preseason yeah. game. Why are we doing right. this? Um, and I, it's funny. I said five. Isn't there only four? Well, isn't there? I think only there's only three now. Three now, yeah. So for, the, so, so for the Cowboys and Steelers, it'll be four because they got that extra one. But yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, something so, like that. So I just know there's 17 games this year. Um, okay. Let's now get to our champ and chump of the week. Let's go celebrate those who do well. Wow, winning. And criticize those who don't. Loser, you're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. It's our champ. Let's go, champ. And chump. Now this guy's a chump. Of the week. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, it's getting better. It's getting better. <laughs> Big Thad, who is your champ yeah. of the week? My champ of the week is the Mississippi State University baseball team. Baby, what a champ. First championship in school history. <laughs> and it happened in baseball. 
College World Series. And the funny thing about it is they weren't even supposed to be in the College World Series. <laughs> they uh they got into the championship series because uh, NC State couldn't play anymore because of COVID protocols. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So shout out, but they killed it. They were killing it. And Vandy was the favorite. You know, they yeah. they killed them, Bell. It was dope. Yeah, so, man. We call, I have a friend of mine who, and it's talking about Vandy. I have a friend of mine who's, whose cousin is, is, I mean, he's cousin with, uh, Kumar Rocker. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, I know he was pulling for Vandy. And yes, they won a title. I think the last, the last college world series they yeah, won. Yeah. So 2019. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah. And then now they were coming back to kind of defend and, but they didn't get it. But yeah, Mississippi State, they, 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 they killed them in game two and then, and yeah. then won last night. Uh, my champ of the week goes to Bobby Bonilla. Baby, want a champ? It is Bobby Bonilla Day, July the first. For those that don't know, Bobby Bonilla back in two thousand three, I believe. Yeah, I believe it was somewhere that. around that time, early two thousands. Had some money left on his contract. The Mets wanted to buy him out. The Mets decided to defer his payments to, to start in 2011 and also have interest on those payments. And the payments were going to go from 2011 to 2035, one point something million dollars every July 1st of the, of the year. Now, people may say, why would someone or why would a team do something like this? He only had $6 million left. And when you calculate how much he's going to ultimately get, it's like 30 plus million he's going to get because they're deferred yep. payments. Well, at the time, the New York Mets were uh, dealing with a individual named um, Bernie Madoff. Who yeah, said yeah. that, hey, if you work with me and I, you know, with these accounts, I can get you and the returns, I can make you ridiculous returns. I believe the returns where he was promising was nearly double. Yeah. Like if you do right. this, I can get you double. There ain't nothing in this world that can get you legally double in that short period of time. But they fell for it and they were like, hey, you know, yes, we're going to ultimately pay Bobby Bonilla. 30 plus million, but these investments with Bernie Madoff, 30 million is going to be nothing. And that's right, what they thought. Right, 30 right. million is nothing. Okay, Bobby, you want your 30 million, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. But everything backfired for the Mets, but they still owed Bobby Bonilla that money. So yep. every July 1st, from now until, or from 2011 until 2035, Bobby Bonilla will get his money. That is my champ of the week. Big Thad, who is your chump of the week? The LA Clippers. Because you're a chump. They're trash, son. They lost, <laughs> they lost again. Oh, they were supposed man. to be two years ago. They were like, yep. We're going to take over everything and we're going to finally win a championship. <laughs> Hasn't happened. Oh, man. Doc Rivers left. They kicked him out of LA and he still can't get it done. So, yeah. 
My chump of the week goes to, and actually, hold on. Now I need to look. I can't remember who I put as my chump of the week. Oh. Yeah, you know who you did. Patrick Beverly. Because you're a chump. I mean, <laughs> come on, dog. You can't do that. Like, you can't put someone in the back like that. Right. You know? <laughs> Just because, you score, just because he's got 41 on you. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> ah, I still believe Chris Paul said something reckless and he might not have said it right at that moment. I believe he might have said something a little bit earlier and then he gave him the look kind of like I'm I'm validating what I said to you. <laughs> the look was enough to just be like, all right, whatever. We about to we about to handle this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patrick yeah, Beverly is my chump of the week. Because you're a chump. I do want to go back to my champ of the week, though, Bobby Bonilla, you know, getting his money. Right. And the reason why I'm going back here is because a special someone, uh, Erica Fernandez. AKA curls and sports. She says nice. she does not want to be bombarded by the talk of Bobby Bonilla <laughs> and Bobby Bonilla day. I saw that. I saw that. So because she said that, I just want to give a special shout out to Erica Fernandez. So I know when she hears this, she's going to hit me up and be oh, like, no, I can't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Listen, before we get out of here, let's get to our last topic. Uh, the NCAA. Yeah, today NCAA right? made a made a big change today. Yeah, today's the first day. First day that NCAA athletes are allowed to make money on their name, image, and likeness, aka NIL. Yep. The NCAA was honestly, they were dreading this day because a dozen states had already put it in law that. July 1st was the day that they would be able that their athletes and their states will be able to make money over their NILs. The NCAA was dreading it, said they were going to come up with a plan. And ultimately, I don't even know what plan you got to come up with. Ultimately, ended up being the same thing that these states have been saying. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, man, you can make money on your on your own name, image, and likeness. You can't use the school. You can't use school uh, licensed products with within your uh, your 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 endorsements. Right. And it's just like, yeah, you could have just done this years ago, but they didn't want to. But obviously, we know what happened with the Supreme Court case just a week and a half ago, right? which made it more in favor of the players. The players were, uh, the athletes will be able to get additional benefits, additional educational benefits. And then also this allowed with the, with the new rule allowed, uh, players to get obviously endorsements or make, just make money, uh, on their own using their own likeness. Uh, mm-hmm. at the stroke of midnight, there were these two twins that play for, Oh, the the two uh, female twins. Yeah, they play basketball. I think uh, in Arizona, not Arizona, because they didn't win the title. No, nah. uh, what school is somewhere out there in Arizona yeah. or in California? Yeah, they they teamed up with uh, Boost Mobile. Yeah. Um, by the I way, I didn't even know Boost. Mo- I didn't even know Boost Mobile was still around. Yeah. By the way, the the twins are by far better than me in basketball, by far. But in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, their average. You're still not. You're not even the best in our family. So that's why. 
Okay. So they're they're average, but get paid because yeah. you're you're entitled to get paid. They yeah. were the first to get something at the stroke of midnight. Made a deal with Boost Mobile. Uh, there's some several others. Uh, Bo Nix, yeah, uh, with Milo or Milo T, and another uh, indoor uh, another company. Milo T. Not it's still, so it's not Milo. It's Milo. Oh, okay, made, okay, okay. Or they make or Milos, but it's not the it's Caribbean not Milo. It's not us. It's not us. No, it, but honestly, us. now that I think about it, I won't be surprised if it's the same company, and they're just marketing <laughs> it. Where it's like, oh, we're gonna call it my. We're gonna call it Milo, and it's right. gonna be your iced tea and stuff. And then right, right. They have we're, pretty much the cocoa tea. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna call it Juve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. So, but, uh, I think they're gonna be making like besides the Boost Mobile thing. I think uh, they supposedly today also like TikTok. Yes, I think it was TikTok or something like that was gonna finally like pay them their money. That yes. They- monetary stuff that they've already started doing already. And that's the big thing with this. A lot of these student athletes uh, they'll be able to use their social media popularity to make money. Also this was a big thing and honestly I'm going to look up the guys uh, I just know he I follow him on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I heard his story on I Am Athlete. He goes by destroying on but I don't know his name it's just D right. uh, but destroying on Instagram he played football for University of Central Florida he was a kicker but okay. he had an Instagram I mean a YouTube page uh-huh. that was very popular when he was in high school was that the and drum with the track picks and yeah he started stuff? making yeah. money and started yeah. doing all sorts of stuff well the NCAA said yeah you got to choose do you want this scholarship and to play football or do you want social media right, right and he right. decided social media because he was making money on there and still right. making money on there but it's very unfortunate that he had to make that decision right very very true <laughs> because I mean uh, I'd say just as long as he wasn't in like school uniform doing you know all that stuff or he had all the other school stuff you know marketing stuff that going on mm-hmm. it should have been fine I mean but you know what I found out also that there's they had some things in place also that like if say a player worked at McDonald's like they could be like almost as impermissible benefits mm-hmm. because you got a f- physical job at McDonald's or something yeah, yeah. it's crazy so now um, now these athletes can get endorsements. They can sign contracts. They can also get representation. Yeah. For, for, for to handle these things. And the NCAA said they're still working out on the ways to possibly get unions. Yeah. So that's the next step is to get mm-hmm. to become a union. So then there's specific benefits. I did not do research on this yet. So maybe Big Fad, maybe you know. But um, what's happening? I know earlier this year, EA Sports mentioned that they were going to come back, but they were going to come back in a way that they weren't going to have the name, image, and likeness of these athletes in their games. But with this going on, do you know anything about these games coming back? So, so with these with this stuff, they're still so basically, EA Sports said that they're gonna they're basically putting up a proposal together mm-hmm. to the NCAA. And I guess there's going to be like player representatives at 
for these proposals in the schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, that's what it is. Representative from the schools and stuff like that for uh, basically it's monetary proposal in regards to name, image, and likeness and all that. And mm-hmm. they already has said that the Power Five schools for NCAA football, the Power Five schools are going to get more money than like say the mid majors that mm-hmm. you know, have been doing stuff, which we we kind of figured it would happen that way anyways because of marketing and all that other stuff where it comes to these bigger time schools having more of a fan base and stuff like that. But how I see is NCA football, EA sports. We've been waiting for this game for years, bruh. Years. Like I even thought about going back and getting the PlayStation 3 just to play that game. You well, know did you know there's a there's a group of individuals, and I believe they're on Reddit, Uh-oh. where they basically took the last game, uh-huh. so 14, 2014, and they've been updating like rosters like everything every year they've been updating it every year uh-huh. so like you're if you had the update for this year you were playing with Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence and like those guys in the game on PS3 though man it wasn't what, well, unless, there, unless, unless, whatever system was around in 2014 the last the last system the last system for EA Sports was PlayStation 3 that's wow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. It so I think PlayStation, if, if they had it for PlayStation 4, I'd be playing it right now, bro. Well, I'm gonna look it up real quick. It was definitely PlayStation really football game. It, yeah, it was definitely PS3. It shouldn't have been PS2. I know PS2 had it, but it was, I'm pretty sure it was the last one was PS3. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, so there's the PS- Xbox had okay, it. You, there's the PS3 file. So PS3, you are right. Um, I guess. Okay, so and oh, it's probably computer also. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was that's thinking where I think a lot of the current like yeah. So it's not. Uh, so you're right. It's not like PS4. At least this uh, one. It would have been dope if they had it for PS4. I would still have it. But uh, yeah, it's been yeah, that so long. People, yeah, I, here it is. It does say for the 360 and the PS3. So the, those people were still playing it, mm-hmm. and obviously for computer. Right. Um, it's just kind of crazy because with the Ed O'Ban- with the O'Bannon brothers, and they, you know, they sued. What well, see that? NBA. Yeah, that ended the basketball game. But then it just. That, yeah, they knew that when the basketball happened, it just trickled right over to. Yeah, they knew uh, it was gonna happen. Football. And it's but, just uh, wild that they just said, "All right, instead of like paying these athletes from here on out, or paying athletes, why don't we?" They just be like, "Yeah, we're gonna get rid of the game." I think they wanted to, but NCAA was blocking it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the NCAA yeah, was the was one like, so they were like, yeah, 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 it was like, there's nothing we could do now. <laughs> yeah, so you know how happy I will be when this game comes. Like I already. Madden has been so bad for years. Did you ever play it? Yeah, I used to play. Oh, it. okay, you used to play it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to play it all the time. Uh, I heard the new Madden's going to be dope. I hope so because it's been trash for five years. Like they're supposed to only supposed been buying. To, yeah. I've only been buying it because it's the only NFL game, and so I haven't. 
bought it in two years, two or three years. Same thing with 2K. I haven't bought that in like two or three years. 2K really disappointed me. Like they just all they did was update really like the lower thirds. And uh-huh. Obviously the commentary because you got to add new commentary. Mm. Like it was like the same game. Like <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. So supposedly they're supposed to be changing the whole. You remember the create a player scenario, mm-hmm. and then like they're supposed to be like getting coaches involved, like the assistant coaches and stuff like that involved too. Yeah, that whole storyline for the um, what was the name? Whatever of the, the name of that joint was. Jeez, because it only goes a couple years. Like it's yeah. the same as something that like a couple years ago, but now supposedly this year they're changing it completely. Now, what I liked about it was. If you're someone who wants to play the game, it was like you were able to simulate through parts of the career. Right. And then you could get to the point where it's like, do you want to switch it to the traditional mode? Right, right, right. Control like every week, every game. Um, But what I, I liked it because, you know, when I switched over, I had already played, I think, six or seven years in the league. Uh-huh. Unlike if I literally played, you know, the traditional way, I might get through what three years, and then I'm like, I'm, you know, I don't want to play this. Anymore. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so, so, so that was a. But then it kind of just skipped a little too fast. Also, right, right, just the storyline right. was bad. It was when you when you when you went through it, the storyline was exactly the same. Yeah, you can end up winning the Super Bowl three times, and they cut you. For someone else, see, I think what they should have done is do more of the college. So, like, you play a couple of games in college, like instead of just like a bowl game, and then go into the whole what school you want to go to, and then you got to deal. And even that was trash. Did you do you know about how it went this year in this past game? No, no, no. Pretty much, if you you start off at quarterback. And you end up taking over because the starting quarterback gets hurt. Uh-huh. You take over. You obviously it's easy. It's it's even on the highest level. The high school game is easy because you're supposed to be good. Um, you end up winning most of the time. And then you go to college and the, oh, by the way, the quarterback that you took over hates you. He ends up becoming the wide receiver for you so y'all end up being like a so it's the same quarterback story. wide receiver it's almost the same to, story as the previous year yeah, you, get to, yeah. you get to college right. and you're still the quarterback there's a because now he wants to play quarterback now so there's a quarterback battle he ends up being you know the the wide receiver you ball out and you win a national title and then the coach comes and say, yeah, but I'm going to make him quarterback. What do you want to do? Do you want to go to wide receiver? Do you want to go to, um, do you want to go to running back or do you want to be a quarterback and just go to the draft now? And it's just like, what in real world? Ha- <laughs> like You beat out the dude multiple times and somehow they're just like, yeah, let's just bring it back. It was just so bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, with the back to the college, uh, 
that's going to be fun because, you know, people want to do their dynasties. They want to. Oh, yeah. They want to oh, get yeah. into that. want to. Uh, I mean, what I love to do was create a school and then make it a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I used to I used to uh, create the math all over again. <laughs> I would make a school and then, um, you know, try and uh, the last time I did that, I tried it in the ACC, uh-huh. made a school and then, you know, ended up being a powerhouse. And then I did win. A national title but that took in that process because of how college football is took me like five or six years to do that because I wasn't getting into the, just to get good yeah <laughs> you know what I'm not just, just to get good and then um just the fact like because I was new yeah. you weren't getting those high rankings even though you right. would be undefeated Right, be undefeated right. and be like, yeah, you're ranked 25th. I'm like, I'm in the ACC yeah. undefeated. I'm then you're trying to recruit. Then you're trying to recruit top flight players, and uh, you can't really do that because you're brand new. You know what yeah. it's, it's crazy. But I, 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 I didn't miss like it, it though. I do miss it like crazy. Yo. I might just get a uh, a, pl- a PS3 and see if I can find that game. <laughs> I gotta see if I, I know some folks that have the game still. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you uh, can find it out here. But I, I heard you, like, I heard some of the games, like, you could find the games, but they're ridiculous prices. Mm. Like, this game was like 2013, 2014. Yeah, and I heard it's like, like and it's like $80. Easy. I do want to like, I'm gonna pay $80 for it, better be digital. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least digital for PS4. You know what I'm saying? I do want to play March Madness. So the basketball, that was the one I, I used to love that. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I used to love yeah. that game. I used to do the same thing, create a school and then create a player and then try and like, you know what? Them. I'm going to have to check. I'm going to have to check my box. You know what? I got to go down to Calvary County this weekend because of the wedding shower. So, uh, Oh yeah, wedding shower. Bridal <laughs> <laughs> shower, bridal shower, sorry. And uh you know what? I think I have some of my old games down there. I'm gonna check and see if I have it. If I have one of them. There's a possibility. There's a possibility I either have still have an NCAA football or maybe an old NCAA basketball joint. And then if I find those two, I'm gonna just go get a PS3 somewhere, a cheap one. Hopefully it works. I hope. Now that I have an Xbox, I mean, you could probably do the same thing on PS4 because I know I know Xbox does it though, where you can you basically can buy the old games. They have they have a list of games that you can just like get for like a dollar. Yeah, we had that, but, but I don't but think it was never, never any of like the nah. good sports games. No, 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 never. And I know with the whole Ed with the O'Bannon case, they probably just got rid of those games. Yeah. So. I wonder if they'll just bring him back. And be oh, like, I've been hey. looking, dude. I've been I've been looking online for them Chiefs joints to see if I could. Oh, but man. but since they never made it for PS4, mm-hmm. they don't have it. Like some dumb weird stuff where like even games that were made for PS3, mm-hmm. they couldn't play on PS4. Wow. And I think they still. And I think now with the new system, you're now allowed to play PS4s on the PS5, but or the other digital games or whatever. But NCAA football and basketball was never one of those options. Yeah. It sucks, but it is what it is. Talking about video games real quick before we get out of here. Uh-huh. Um, I'm playing MLB The Show, which is now my favorite sports game. I'm going to have um, to buy that. I'm going to have to buy that just because and, I, I mean, and, I had you know, I used to play it, so I want to buy a new one and see see what I'm it's pitching. Like. I'm a pitcher. Well, I started out as a uh, 
playing two way. Okay. Okay. And then uh, I was approached by the manager and say, Hey, uh, I was approached by the triple A manager and was like, Hey, the majors, they, they're interested in you, but they're interested in you as a pitcher. They were like, you got to get better at your hitting. Mm-hmm. You really want to make it at the pros. What do you want to do? So it gives you the option of, do you want to still stick with the two way or do you want to just go to pitching or do you want to just switch positions altogether? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I already played a whole year in the minors. And the thing about it is because I was two way, I was mm-hmm. literally playing almost every game. Right, 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 right. It's so it's like, man, it's gonna take me a while to like get to the get to the to the majors. I was like, man, let me just do pitching. And because I'm in the dot with the Dodgers, which is a national league team, I'll still get a chance to bat when at least I pitch. Right, 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 right. So I was like, all right, that's cool, whatever. Let me just do pitching. I got uh became the pitcher, uh, got called up like within a week after that. Oh, got for called it? up, okay, ended up getting 20 wins. Just from May to the end of the regular season. In the majors? Yeah. Okay. Um, went to the World Series, won in the World Series. The next year, I got 22 wins. Uh-huh. Game one, I became, I ended up becoming the ace. Game one, I gave up a run in the first inning uh-huh. and then had eight shutout innings after. Okay. So okay. A one run complete game. Dominated. I think I had like 15 strikeouts. Da, da, da. I get in uh the Dodgers win game two because it was a simulated game because I'm the pitcher. I didn't play. Uh-huh. Dodgers lose game three. So they put me in for game four. Uh-huh. I am killing in that game. I go seven innings. And that was the thing, though. The first three innings, even though I didn't give up a hit. You had extra pitches. It was the pitches. They made me work. So like after three innings, I had already had like 60 pitches. I still, I still got to the seventh inning, completed the seventh inning with a hundred and so still less than 120. It was like 110. So like after the third inning, my, my pitches per inning dropped, like the average dropped. So right, I got right. the seventh inning up three zero. Not only are we up three zero, we were up one zero, and I got to the plate and I knocked in a two run two run double. So oh, you I did. Oh, yes, okay. As the okay. pitcher, okay. Three zero lead. Right. The pitcher in the eighth inning gave up three runs to tie the game. Wow. And lost in extra innings, so I got a no decision. Wow. Lost, lost, got a no decision. And then because I didn't play simulated, they lost again. Game five lost. Had <laughs> an ERA of below one. <laughs> 30 oh, strikeouts in how many? Nine and seven, 18 innings. Uh, Sorry, not 18, 16 innings. That's crazy. 30 strikeouts, 16 innings. And. Uh, yeah, what level are you playing on? Uh, I am not a Hall of Fame. Um, I am 
I think I'm in the pro, middle tier. Like pro the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I ain't doing that. No. No, I got you. I got you. We're learning that game. No. Hey, I'll see you. I'll see you. <laughs> but I was just like, yo, how the game be screwing you over? Man. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man. All right. Before we get out of here, I want to thank you, Big Thad, for everything that you do. Thank you, Cuzzo. Thanks for uh, having me. No problem. Shout out to OSS 980, Other Side of Sports, with Harold D and Jeff and Aaron. Uh, shout out to Soggy Nachos, Shut Your Face, Curls and Sports. I know you'll appreciate my shout out to you. Uh, shout out to um, Riding the Bus Podcast. Uh, shout out to my boy Lazy, DJ, the, the Lazy Hour on Twitch, The Lazy Hour, L A Z. Hour on Twitch. Shout out to uh, uh, Guys Unpacked Podcast, the, the Dual Exchange. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I want to say thank you to all everyone who tuned in, everyone that will tune in on the audio version. Uh, anything else you want to add, Big Fan? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my little sister, man. She uh, turned thirty-two this weekend. Oh this yeah. Happy birthday you know, to Andrea. And the family also, went out. The family went out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. What? We got Nicholas today, right? Yes, today. <laughs> Cousin, Nicholas, Cousin Nicholas is today. And I heard uh, our family uh, got into a little altercation at the restaurant. So, uh, yeah, shout out to them because we weren't there. So. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't remember anything. Uh, no, nah, we don't get in trouble at these restaurants and so they, you know what I'm saying? Well, but our second oldest uh cousin, she uh she was getting you know her, she was she got off on her, so you know, she she was balling out a little bit on these uh staff at the restaurant. So yeah. And this was Andrew's birthday dinner? Andrew's birthday dinner. So I'm in the group chat right now. Uh <laughs> So what happened at Andrea's birthday dinner? Question mark all over, and I've hit send. Nikki. So I'm, I am ready to get ready. It's for... Nikki, you know? Nikki, Nikki, Nikki went off at the restaurant. I seen it. I seen it on Instagram. So there's receipts for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I seen it on. I seen it on the Instagram story. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man. So yes, maybe we'll have a story next week. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a story next week for sure, y'all. Oh man. Uh big fan. I want to thank you for everything that you do. Thank you, Cuzzo. Until next time, everyone. Sports reality. Peace. Peace. All the models to the floor right now. All the models to the floor right now. All the models to the floor right now. All the models to the floor right now.